But you sure took a you do long that time to hit record. Yeah. You missed the gist of the entire conversation. That's okay. And now uh. we're starting. And uh, here yep. we go. Yep, we're into it. It's we're happening. It's yeah. happening right now. Low energy dude. Low cast. energy. We just we just completely uh. we missed the shot. And we were talking about Doctor Seuss cheating on his wife. That yeah. would have been interesting. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been. But, uh, but somebody yeah, took too, too long. <laughs> somebody said, "Just keep talking. I'm going to hit record," and then right. didn't hit record. I sure did. And then we didn't. <laughs> I sure. We finished I sure the did. thought. You just abruptly finished the thought to spite me. No, I didn't. Yes, you, you just did. took too long to no, get to the button. No, you didn't. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Here we go again. Hey, everybody. How's yeah. it going? Dude cast. It's another dude cast. It's another dude day. Mm-hmm. Uh, good morning. Good afternoon. We we're just listening to the long shots. Yeah, so right. I'll it's do, so, it's so tempting to do the good afternoon, good evening, good, good morning, good morning, good day, good dawn, good, good dusk, good dusk, good desk, good desk. <laughs> Welcome, welcome. Some of those uh, jokes are just now in my head forever. Oh, yeah. And they they, love the long shot. Yeah. And no one else will ever figure out what they are. From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once once again again for the long shot. Tonight, <laughs> yeah, it was like a show that I think only had like a maximum listen- <sighs> listenership of like four thousand people at its peak. Oh, so. really? Yeah, it didn't have a ton. Well, probably. how the hell did we find <clears> it? I don't know. Eddie Pepitone, probably Pepitone. No, definitely Pepitone because he was on Marin's show a right. lot. That was what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> we we all j- joined and listened for Eddie, and we stayed for Sean and Jamie and Amber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Especially Amber, the chocolate in the, the chili, chili pot, pot, the light at the end of the tunnel, the <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Miss Amber Kenny, ladies Miss and gentlemen, Miss Amber Kenny, the uh, human, what are, what the human just, uh, uh, mistake, Mister Jamie Flummox. <laughs> what do we just do the long shot? We could, uh, I, we could do the long shot right now. Except Ben doesn't know anything about. I don't it. really know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we could do it. That'd be a weird podcast where the whole time Ben was just like. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's fine. We did a vastly I, I superior podcast. Anyway, how's it going, everybody? Um, we're happy. We're happy that you're listening to us. Uh, you uh, know, we've been doing this for s- almost six years. Yeah. More than six, right? Well, no, we're uh, no. in the sixth season. So, almost well, yeah, six. it's been six years. Um, yeah. We did the YouTube shit before that for a while. So. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it constantly amazes me that we've managed to somehow continually do this thing barely barely but we're still doing it it's (laughs) still on the tape we still have a this studio right studio (laughs) set up it looks like if you took a picture of this on the on the gram it looks like a a real studio it does look real from like one specific angle yeah it looks legit it looks like a real we have we have foam up on the walls (laughs) but like only three quarters of them right but there's like there's like a big open space over here yeah right (laughs) it's like it's like it's like if you're you're, it's like half a studio if a studio was also just kind of smashed in with like a wreck like a disused rec room or something Right, and there's like you know, like a treadmill that hasn't been walked on in three years. You believe we used to cut this show on one shitty microphone? Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah, go back and listen to the first season. No, do actually go ahead and don't do that. <laughs> listen to the bad. second episode, which we recorded on a laptop mic. By yeah, accident. accident. Yeah, that was my fault. My bad. <laughs> no, I think it was my fault. No, it was definitely me because sure? I'm the one who set it up because we were recording it on fucking Audacity. Oh my god. Yeah, dude. Bad. Were we really? Yeah, oh we were recording. God. We're cutting the yep. 
And it wasn't even in this room. It was just at the bar at the end of your basement. <laughs> yeah, so. right. Yeah. Yeah. So those were good times. They were good times, but they were not good podcasts. Yeah, they were poor, <laughs> no, they were we, poor quality podcasts. Uh, somewhere around the third quarter of season two, we started to hit our stride. Yeah. Um, which is not which very Which only fast. lasted like two or three episodes, yeah. and, and then, then it was downhill. downhill from there, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we just... Hey, we still got the hits. We still got the classics. We got Dean Kane. We got Dean Kane. Yeah. We got McDouble Watch. McDouble watch uh what we had the jobs him the jobs man taylor how do you think that went over with uh, all the people at your wedding who had no idea what the reference to the mcdouble was <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I was not sure if that was gonna work but it got a it got a laugh got for a the laugh. first part yeah but not for the no one knew what the mcdouble was doesn't about. matter it's the, you i think people recognize the fact that it's bullshit that you have to pay 250 for a mcdouble yeah you know what i went through this ritual again yeah, it's worth. It's more than two fifty. Are you fucking kidding yeah, me? They raised the, it again. Inflation because now. it's two seventy nine for oh, one. Come on. But then for an additional dollar, you get two. So then it's that's three seventy nine. That's bullshit. divided by two is one eighty something. One ninety sure. something. Yeah, that's whatever you're talking about for you. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm not a math guy. Um, no. <laughs> Did you call me forehead? <laughs> no, but I that's thought, what I, I thought I heard you say, yeah, whatever you're talking about, forehead. <laughs> that's what I thought you said. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, we don't have our notebooks. We need no, our notebooks, yeah, right, bro. Right, right, right. Um, so, I can, so I can document that your new nickname is forehead. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Forehead. That's uh, really little, what I thought you said. Hey, here's Christy's ticket. Oh, is that hers? Maybe this is mine. I put it in that notebook because I thought it was yours. Uh, I don't fucking mm. Ben, you want a piece of paper? You want a notebook? Uh, I'll take I'll take notes on my phone. Ooh, piece of cake. Okay. Oh, piece of cake. <laughs> Boy, we started off without even being ready. Consequently, <laughs> I cannot find my actual notebook. Uh, uh, gurgle, bedurgles, haggles, giggles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. here Ooh. we go. This yeah, is your shit, ben. man. Oh yeah, that's me. yeah. <laughs> um, I knew by the illustration that had to be you. Oh man, this is some this is some background. We don't have pens though. <coughs> They're all over there on that table. Oh well, I guess I should get them. Uh, yeah. so, uh, guys, ah! ah, guys, stall for time because okay. I'm technically hosting them. <laughs> oh, great stall! Was I watching last night? That had something to do. <laughs> I don't know. With Las Vegas. Oh, uh, we watched Ocean's Eleven last night. Oh, really? Yeah. I haven't seen it in years. Hmm. It's still... Yeah, it's fun. Both yeah. of them. All three of them actually are pretty fun. I haven't watched any any of them, I don't think. Oh, not, a, not a one. Poison. Pick your poison there, gents. All righty. Season six, episode three. three. Oh, mm. taking notes. <laughs> taking notes. So anyway. Forehead. Uh, forehead. <laughs> um, yeah, whatever. Whatever you're talking about, forehead. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It is funny, but I don't I don't know quite why. Is it just like an egghead joke? Is it like I, I don't you know what? It's because it's like it's such a specific insult. Like, yeah, whatever, forehead. Like that's your identifying trait. Right. Which you don't you don't have like an abnormally large uh, yeah. forehead. But I guess I have kind of a, pro- you, I I mean, have a pr- you have a prominent forehead. I have a prominent forehead. Well, that's just because you're going bald. You right, can't slowly you, but the surely. forehead is just extending larger and larger. 
how 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 bad do you think my my male pattern baldness is at it's this point? Not. It's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Is it is it because it feels like it keeps pushing back, but not like because my hair is like falling out, but maybe because I'm ripping it out. The thing is, if you <laughs> if you get to forty, I think you're I think you're in the clear, dude. Yeah. If I get to forty without like a noticeable mm. like, if it doesn't start to do the uh, yeah the the peninsula. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Where the the sides go all the way back. And you, you get the have, like Michael Stipe nineteen early nineties yeah. REM look. Yeah, which yeah is not right. good. <laughs> but anyway. There's a lot of ways you could bald that are like unfortunate. Yeah. What are some what are some other classic bits that we some <laughs> some fucking we always apologize to different groups of people that we insult. Entire Our classics. Nations. Uh like uh the uh, Mr. Everest. Yeah. Mr. Everest. Mr. Everest. <laughs> that was good. fun. Uh Philip the giant who sits in the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> just like, don't touch me. Um <laughs> we had a pretty good Trump thing going. Um the mop. The mop. Trump and his mop. Well, there's more. We just <laughs> did that accent for like years. Yeah, right. Um we're still working on the Biden one. Yeah. Come on, man. I think you Come got, on, man. I think the, the, the presidential boner coke episode was yeah. the peak of the Biden impression. <laughs> yeah. That was really, really fun. I think we need I think he might be tapped though. We might need to get some new blood in the White House. Well, yeah. For yeah. Honestly, <laughs> where's Mitt say. where's Mitt Romney? Let's get Mitt Romney's ass in there. <laughs> you know what? He's I feel like Mitt Romney is inherently unfunny. Yeah. He's yeah. just hard to laugh at because he's cause he's just so he has so little personality. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's, I don't think he's a bad dude. That's no Mormons for you. Yeah, just some Mormon shit. Not, maybe not, I don't know. Some Mormon not shit. Bad per se. They're just boring. Yeah. I watched an interesting video recently, and it was like uh, Brigham University, uh, Brigham Young University yeah. students, and like these others, other students going around and asking them kind of like ordinary questions to check how much they know about like. Brigham Young, for example. Oh, yeah. The 40 <laughs> yeah. some odd wives. And yeah. Well, someone asked, you know, something like, oh, here's this quote and you can uh, determine what you You tell me whether it was Robert E. Lee or Brigham Young. And oh, it was, no. In, in general, <laughs> it was a statement in defense of slavery. And yeah. I guess you can imagine from context who said it. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, of course, lots of sad Mormon kids being like, wow, I just. Ooh, I don't know what to do about that. Well, like, the it used to be, response to it used to be a tenet of Mormonism that pe yeah. people of color were, they were not allowed were to not be allowed. elders or maybe even members. They weren't even know. allowed to be members originally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Native Americans, I think, got the exception because they were some of the first people that Joseph Smith preached to. Right. Um, I mean, I mean, to be fair, I can't imagine a single black person who would want to be a Mormon. It's a real white religion. It's a very white religion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, not exclusively, but like, I, I guess it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's, you know, until they took the, the gates off the thing and said, OK, black people, you can, you can have a planet. In. Yeah. You can have a planet. And then, like, for some reason, like, LDS is different. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Somehow, I'm not exactly sure. I can't. I think they're like they're supposed to be like a little more progressive or something. Well, the LDS is like the, the they're official. The, they're the pinnacle, right? Yeah, they're of, like the they're they're they are Mormonism right now. They're like the Holy Catholic Church of like the Roman Catholic Church Correct. of Mormons. Oh, but there's I see. but there's like the FLDS, which is uh, Warren Jeffs and his father's. Is it the fundamentalist? The fundamentalist, yeah. Oh, so yeah. they're the they're the ones with the compounds. You ever watch the TV show Big Love? That's that's basically mm. what that show's based on. Is if you're the, the kind of Mormon that's going to get raided by the ATF, you're probably compounds, right? Yeah, <laughs> like which exists. There's there's lots of them out there. Um, <clears throat> compounds were, that have their own individual profits. Where you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. nuts. 
It's a fucking wild. It's like West everything else. There's a shocking number of like uh, uh, Protestant offshoots that are yeah. that are small cults that yeah. that fly completely <clears throat> under the radar that most of us don't even know about. Huh. <clears throat> so me. it turns out it's really easy to like get people to do what you want yeah. if you if you start as a minister of any kind. Right. You know, David Koresh. Mm-hmm. Perfect example. There's a, there's a whole bunch of like weird little fundamentalist cults. I was just reading about one today I hadn't even heard the name of before. Hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And uh, and someone had put up a billboard like, you know, trying to escape yeah. this religion. And Jesus. there was a giant QR code for people to scan, <laughs> you know? Like some of these people are just so isolated. What was that show with uh, Aaron Paul? Oh, The Path. The Path. That was a great TV show. I'm really sad it got canceled because it was really getting good. I think they only made like three seasons they of it. They only made three seasons. Huh. Yeah. Um, but I watched most of the first season. It was really good. It is very good. Uh, there's there's a scene later on where one of the one of the guys who is like one of the head preachers for that cult mm-hmm. um, very nonchalantly, and it's done expertly. It's written really well, but he very nonchalantly... Um, explains that the the guy who founded the cult yeah sexually abused him when he was a kid yeah right and right. he has this conversation very like you know sort of factually factually yeah. yeah and it's like it was, it was but you don't you don't know that up until that point in the show and it's like Jesus hmm. fucking Christ like it's so heavy yeah. Um, it's like, yeah, it's it's very well acted, very well written, and I just don't think enough people watched it. But it, it was really good. We were super yeah. into it. Yeah, it was good. Aaron Paul's great. Aaron Paul's great. Man. I still haven't seen El Camino. Oh, oh shame. dude, El Camino's good. Got to see that. Yeah. There's a there's a whole bunch of stuff I'm behind on. Hey, you guys, you know what? Um, yeah. You know what, you know what time it is? <laughs> <laughs> it's time for us to. <laughs> Uh, it's no. time for us to tell you why we're fucked. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who would like to start? I got one. Dave? Yeah. I would like to I would like to talk about <laughs> I would like to talk. Are you you're going to Is it going to me or not? I I'm, I'm waiting for you to start. Okay. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> this fucking Mr. I Chance. fucking hate you. I was going. I was waiting for you. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> He's just like staring at me. I'm like, oh my god, take I, it away. I, feel like I gave I, you the international symbol for take it away, I Dave. Like, I feel like I've just held a sneeze. <laughs> I'm not gonna be happy until I do well, get this. Out I feel of- like I've held my tongue long <laughs> enough. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Bad. Ben. Uh, am, am I am I fucked? Um, I don't. You said you were a little sleepy. Do you want to make that your Dave? <laughs> Let's. All right, all right. Can we please talk about the January sixth shit? Sure. Okay. I mean, I want to uh, talk about it. This is not necessarily a why we're fucked, but I'm so I loved. Okay, because here's the thing: is I watched all of these fucking hearings, right? Yeah. And they have, for the most part, been spectacularly boring. Sure. But kind of in a good way. If you're a, like a politics nerd, they did a really good job for like the first, what, four or five of these or whatever it was of like, hey, guess what? We're going to be really boring, factual, linear and explain things in like really straightforward detail, uh-huh. Yeah, which is actually what this I was, thing deserves. I was born straight <laughs> and I will never be altered in such be, ways. Not be altered in such a way. I was uh, born straight and <laughs> <laughs> I will never be. I'm sorry. I just love I love doing Christian quotes as Obama. Obama as yeah. Christian. I gave birth to a beautiful baby bear. Mm. And she's female. Congratulate <laughs> me. 
Wow. <laughs> Congratulate. <laughs> Congratulate. Congratulate me. That's like the equivalent of please clap. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. These these earrings have for the most part been very like straightforward and boring, which is what was required. Yeah. But then they got Cassidy Hutchinson. And this was an interesting, a really interesting day on the Hill uh, because she was the assistant to Mark Meadows, who was the chief of staff at the time for the president, right? Mm. During January 6th, where he, you know, had wanted to go to the Capitol with everyone. He really did. Like, the thing is, at the time, you know, he said, oh, I'm going with you, and then went to the White House, right? And everyone was like, yeah, of course he went to the White House. He really wanted to go. Yeah. and was, I imagine he did. I imagine yes. that wasn't bullshit when, when he said it. No, yeah. So we now know a bunch of other things that we didn't know at the time from her testimony. One of those was... While they were letting people come out to his speech and they were walking people into the area and running through mag machines and taking their like guns and knives yeah, right. away, he was going, no, no, they're not here to hurt me. I don't care. Take the mag machines away. They're not here to hurt me, which means he knew they were here to hurt somebody, but not him. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Or at least you could in, in, infer you can that. infer that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I <laughs> you're telling me someone with a gun. It has has designs on hurting people. I just, I just, I, I, guns don't hurt people. Guns don't hurt people. Guns don't kill ever, people. That's not what they're designed that's not what they're, for. That's not the what they're specifically does. designed to do. <laughs> so that's one thing. The other thing is when they get in the limo, he's still asking to go to the the, the capital, right? And then his security, you of know, of course is, not. The Secret Service is not going to let that happen, right? They've been yeah. told now ex- expressly by it's other not, people. It's not something he gets to choose. No, yeah, you don't take him there because yeah. it will end up being he, he will be in a criminal situation just by being there. Yeah, mm-hmm. he will be perceived as the head of this mob, even though it's obvious he already was, right? Right. So <laughs> apparently grab the steering wheel to try and steer the limo from the Jeez. back towards the Capitol. They wouldn't let him do it. Uh, the, his uh, chief bodyguard, apparently Trump tried to grab him by the neck. We found that out later. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's a good idea. Fuck, I know. Fuck with the Secret Service. Appa- apparently he the, was just sitting there at the White House. His, his literally sec- the most well-trained armed guards on, in the history of the yeah. world. You know what I mean? We we underappreciate how, because the thing is, because they made enough notable mistakes yeah. and allowed enough people Doesn't to get matter. shot. Doesn't but matter. They are yeah. like I mean, insanely well-trained. Yes, yeah. they are. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Swiss Guard. Swiss Guard mm-hmm. might be better trained. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. When's the last time we've lost a pope? <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Although um, they John tra- Paul they tried to shoot the pope. Before. They tried to shoot John Paul, mm-hmm. which is why we have the pope mobile. The pope right. Mobile. But like, but like, think about like what uh, in the twenty in the twentieth century we lost uh, uh, we lost uh, JFK. Uh-huh. Um, Reagan got shot. Unfortunately, did yeah, not Reagan, uh, Reagan didn't finish the job. <laughs> um, yeah. How many times in the twentieth century has the pope been shot? Yeah. Once. Right. Yeah. Let me say as much about how people feel about popes as they, how they feel about presidents, too. I don't know. He is the Pope. My favorite story from, the, from <laughs> Cassidy, Hutchinson, Cassidy Hutchinson's testimony was that Trump got so mad a couple days before that Pence wasn't going to go along with the plan that of he threw a plate not. at the wall. And there was ketchup all over the wall, <laughs> which tells me that he had a big old glob of ketchup on his plate, which I just like knowing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it, like eating like fucking like dinosaur nuggets and crinkle fries. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, um, <laughs> lots of good stuff. It's got one of the best kitchens on earth. Yeah, right. <laughs> and he probably eats like fucking uh, uh, hungry man. Yeah. I, I learned some crazy shit about the presidential limo today. 
Do you know how decked out that thing is? I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, it's apparently like the 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 walls of the thing are like eight inches thick or something mm -hmm. like that yeah. with like with Naturally. armor. They can deploy tear gas grenades. They have several pouches of the president's blood type in the vehicle. Of course, yeah. In case he needs a transfusion as well as other stuff. Yeah. Um, None of that surprises me. No. And there's there's like tactical shotguns sure. in the doors and shit. Like of course. there's all kinds. It's like yeah. geared out. Yeah. And apparently the drivers are like super well trained to pull like crazy fast and yeah. the furious oh, yeah. style yeah. stunts yeah. with yeah. that thing. Um, I, I learned that... Uh, I, I was watching a Nat Geo documentary about the Secret Service, and and they they seriously do. They have like it's almost like stunt driving action, yeah. Mm -hmm. like it, like action driving, courses. which is why but they call this thing the Beast. They, uh, <laughs> but that's why I learned uh, that what that thing where you you gun it in reverse and then. Uh, without losing speed, you kind of like hit, whip it and, and yeah, yeah, hold the brake, jerk the wheel, do a 180, and then keep going. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's called a J turn, apparently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and this, it's it's wild. It's like decked out, and they're like super. And the thing costs like 1.6 million. Of course, yeah, yeah, That's I would it. imagine. That, well, that's less. Know. Yeah, honestly, there's but, but it's a limo. You know, there's it's some supercars that are more expensive than that. So that's sure, not you know. Anyway, I uh, I just wanted to talk about that. Not that we're fucked, but that I just thought it was a wonderful day of testimony <laughs> full of very interesting details uh, that nothing will come from. No, probably not. Yeah, I don't expect. I mean, I don't know. I kind of that's the saddest thing is that that should have been the thing that if you were like on the fence, that should have been the thing that that convinces people. Doesn't matter. They did manage to get a couple other people willing to testify. So that, that might have. Who knows? Who knows what we're going to hear? Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't expect it to change anyone's minds, but it's if you're like a news junkie, then it's kind of everything is in the news today. <laughs> everything is in the news. Uh, but yeah, ben. that's it. Ben. Um, I guess uh, <laughs> I was going to say, I hope we're getting this. I just <laughs> I just yeah, looked over, I, I hope I just so looked too. over to check that we're actually getting this. We are. Um, uh, I'm fucked because I I have uh, I have a bunch of fighting games and I've 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 been too um that's actually the uh, that's actually called uh, Twilight Zone by Two Unlimited oh yeah. Um, yeah, Mortal Kombat goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, the two are very commonly confused. Where do you uh, where do <laughs> you right, stand at on three day? <laughs> where what do you stand whatever, at on three day three D balls? Three D balls. <laughs> yeah. uh, obviously, the best fighter ever made. That's right. Three um, D balls. But the thing is, is I'm, that game even fun? It looked bad. <laughs> we had fun playing it. We played it. I think we played it when I first got the Genesis. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was. I mean, it's not good. It's just, <laughs> but it's it was fun. We yeah. played it for longer than we should have. Yeah. If I remember correctly. <laughs> It was one of those uh, ones where you could infinitely rotate too, yeah. right? Like you're, yeah. you have a, sort of like a linear stage, but you keep rotating around. Yeah, it's all. It, yeah, did the rotation happen on its own, or was it like Tekken, where like you make your character kind of circle? Yeah, like if you go up or down, then you rotate the I field of play. You, I think you rotate it like Tekken style. Uh, it's not like Wetrix where you can control it. Mm. Um, mm. um, but anyway, uh, I'm I'm too. Uh, I get I get the nerves too much to play them, mm -hmm. and and this was a problem I was having with, with like Siege and Counter Strike, and I was like, okay, well maybe I'll I'll play something where I'm not on a team, um, and I'm ha I'm still having the the same 
issue where I'm just a, a big fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I hate playing shit online. Anything. <laughs> I, you know, I like it. It, it, I gotta be kind of in the right mood. Yeah, for you it. don't wanna be like Dave. Yeah. <laughs> Dave just. You don't want to be like a total pussy. You don't want to be a total Dave. Guys, I can't play this. I'm not any good at it. That's honestly. That's what I go through like a spiral if Who I cares? go to play online. Video games yeah, are fun. Question. Who great gives question. a shit? I don't even care. My brain just makes me. Yeah. Oh, you know, speaking of online games, uh, uh, Fall Guys went free to play recently. Oh, really? Oh, um, shit. Uh, Super glad I spent $20 on that. <laughs> it sort of should have been a free to play title anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole structure of that game is like designed where you sh- it should have just been used to sell like cowboy hats. That uh, been the yeah, whole point. exactly. Like like fork, fork knife. Yeah, right. Speaking exactly. of uh, battle royales, when are you guys going to hop on Call of Duty mobile with me? Never. Does that have a battle royale mode? <laughs> yeah. Ah. There's also uh, zombies they do seasonally as well. Oh, fun. Yeah, it's super good. It's like it's legit. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't I can't uh, play with the phone screen, though. Like I'd have to like hook up hook up a controller. I just can't do Why? that, like, uh, it's, screen as a It's a little tricky buttons. to get used to the controls, but once yeah. you do, you can kind of, the one good thing about it is you can fine-tune them a lot, mm, yeah. so you can actually get it to where you... It's, it's always drift from the, the starting position and get confused. It, yeah. it feels a little... Well, well, that's the thing, too, because a lot of games now will have, like... Like the, the the virtual thumbstick will kind of move with your thumb, Correct. like yeah. like it'll just be like this side of the screen, wherever your thumb happens to tap, is the center of the joystick, uh, okay. and you can move from there. Okay. So it kind of works with you. But um, the other thing about COD Mobile is it's considerably slower paced than yes. the than the console versions, mostly because I think a lot of people can't get their uh, can't get the control scheme down um, <laughs> well, there you go. and a lot of it too is i know they fill the rooms with bots when people crash out oh okay so a lot of times you get like a match where it's six real dudes and four bots or mm-hmm. eight real dudes <laughs> and two bots and they split them so just like dump bots into the queue as people sure yeah um, makes sense. Yeah, battle royale mode too you know you get a couple handful of bots but yeah. you know it's once you get used to the controls it's pretty uh I gotta get new chairs down here. These chairs are so creaky. <laughs> yeah, we need like computer chairs. Yeah, something more need, comfortable. Like, Maybe little, little couches or yeah, a little chaise lounge. A chaise lounge. <laughs> I wouldn't mind casting from a chaise lounge. Yeah, I, I, I like playing games online, even when I'm doing poorly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, not me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, I've I've got to like. Uh, I don't know. I can have fun with a game when I'm doing poorly, but not when not when I'm like. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's it, it's tough to it's tough to say. I think it's a direct reflection of one's mental health. I really do. It's like yeah. such a good it's such a good like like, like the canary in the coal mine of your head. Yeah. It's like <laughs> are you able to lose without being feeling like a loser? Yeah. You probably have a like a really healthy self-image. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's just so, it, it's so revealing. Oh man, I've been I've been um I've been uh, I've been watching more uh, videos about that dude, low tier god. Yeah. Oh, uh, and, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Remind me, uh, what game is his, his game? Um, his his game allegedly uh, is Street Fighter. Um, right. Uh, oh my god, dude. <laughs> um, but he plays he plays many different fighting games. There is there's this one that came out recently uh, called uh, uh, called DNF Duel. Um, hmm. Which is based on a uh, Korean MMO called Dungeon and Fighter Online. Okay. Um, 
And so you, I guess you play as like different character classes from that game. And, you know, so, the, so none of them have names. They're just called like uh, Hitman or, or Launcher or Grappler. Okay. Um, or Farty McBoogerballs. Mm, uh, punchy Twisty. <laughs> and uh and i mean god like some of the some of the stuff i found out about him like i i ne- uh, even just like the night before last like i never knew before like he he like he has a sister which i never knew before but hmm. like because he never he never talks about his family well it turns out it's because he's been disowned oh cool. oh wow <laughs> yeah god i can't imagine what christmas he ruined <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was, I mean, it was probably, it was probably racism. He's, he's, he, he he just hates black people, but tries to cloak it in like, you Mm. know, he, he, he tries to make it seem like it's because he wants better for black Americans, but really it's just, it comes from a place of contempt. He's black, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like that self-hating black guy thing is yeah, very much it, a thing. Yeah. He's, he's very much, he, a lot of, a lot of his trolls call him uncle ruckus uh, for, that, <laughs> for that very reason. <laughs> the perfect example. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Oh my God! Um, you with, with a name like Low Tier God, it would you would think he would have some self awareness, right? Well, he yeah. So he he calls himself that because he picks characters in fighting games that he thinks are yeah, low tier. Yeah, are inherently disadvantaged. Oh, or low okay. Tier in the current meta. Oh, right. What he really picks are any character that has uh, that can reliably spam projectiles and sit in the corner. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so he he puts in like no work. Yeah, um, this, this is like the laziest fighting style ever. The character he plays in DNF Duel Launcher is just is just a chick with a gun and <laughs> grenades, and so he he'll just you know cheese out of the corner and try to zone his opponent for the entire <laughs> right. round. So he's no Hungry Box. He's just like, <laughs> like yeah, like, he's not like Hungry Box. I remember Hungry Box. H Box. Yeah. I don't. I don't know if. No, I don't know if he's the Box. Smash player. Oh yeah, he's the melee. You know, you should never watch the Emp Lemon's documentary on him. Oh no. man, dude, you should watch it. Um <laughs> Emp Lemon did a documentary on it. He does he has a show called Never Ever. Um and it's like there will never ever be another show like Monday Night Raw. There will never ever be another NASCAR driver like Dale Earnhardt. Uh, and he did an like an hour and 20 minute documentary uh uh, for never ever about hungry box in the me- melee community. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and the guy they threw a lobster at one year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. yeah he was yeah. just like, dude, who's fucking pick this up. H box basically play. He's a jigglypuff main, which yeah. at the time when melee was huge, was considered low tier. Yeah. And H mm. box is fucking get really good at playing puff and like yeah. elevated puff to like High tier. Jigglypuff was extraordinarily OP in one move only. Rest. Yeah. yeah. And if you could do that exactly right, yeah, yeah, you it, could kick ass. Right. Mm. And he's very good at it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, if you get the early rack, if you get the chance, everybody watch Emp Lemon's documentary on uh, uh, Hungry Box because mm. if you just type in Hungry Box, it pops up. He's got like. 15 million views on that thing like yeah. it, it blew up all over the internet it was really cool i would like to watch that um, yeah it's pretty I've cool been, i've been really getting into like the who's who of the fighting game community yeah. hbox hbox has his own youtube and twitch uh, account too and he's really funny yeah. and he's genuinely a cool dude when um, uh, when ltg plays snake or when he plays smash he'll, he'll usually play either snake 
uh, Simon Belmont or uh, Ooh, interesting or, picks or Minecraft Steve. Yeah, all of whom again excel at just putting shit on the screen everywhere. Yeah, C tier. Um, right, yeah, uh, you know the flame pots, the whip, the boomerang for right. for Simon. Uh, Snake's got like you know the rocket launcher. He's got grenades. He's got the the uh, Nikita missile that you can steer around. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't played. Uh, gosh, I haven't played Smash since probably melee and, and didn't even really play that much of that melee yeah. was like the perfection of the didn't, art form well we played some at uh at matt's bachelor party didn't we uh wait at matt's yeah. I, I didn't oh uh, no i know i was playing with someone that was brawl oh that was brawl that was brawl oh. wait brawl is the second one third one third Me- one melee's the, okay, melee one. the one i played a little of and i barely played brawl mm. um they they dumbed everything down on brawl mm. um yeah, I, I I thought about playing Smash Ultimate, but it looks too it looks too uh, it looks too spazzy for me. Yeah, yeah it, it is uh, very spazzy. It, it looks like I would do bad at it. It looks like I wouldn't be able to win at it for the same reasons that I don't win at Fortnite. Yeah. Do, do you think Smash tournaments really are that smelly? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Do you think it's like no they exaggerate? We, we had we had one at Best Buy. <laughs> Uh, no joke. We had oh, like one. if open to the public. Yes. Did you really? Yes. Uh, and there Did were it smell horrible. <laughs> there was uh, I shit you not uh, like 150 people who showed up Whoa. when um, Brawl was released. Okay. Um, yeah, like a fuck ton of people showed up <laughs> to compete, and like, and it was like fucking it's just just all it was it was a neckbeard city. <laughs> they there there were like like. You know, 2018, 2019, you know, pre-pandemic, uh, there were posts, uh, you know, all over Reddit of, of signs at Smash tournaments saying, like, yeah. you're not going to be allowed in if you keep smelling the you way you have smell. to take a shower yeah. to walk yeah. in this door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not an exaggeration. No, like, the Smash community in particular is apparently notorious for this. It's so weird um, to me. Of all the games, why I that know. one? I know. it's Or maybe it's maybe it's more games. Well, they're I mean. still working out metas for the game. Like, they're, yeah. they're still working on strategies and elevating lower tier characters so yeah. it's like it's crazy i yeah i really should try to get into it Actually, just, to, just come to think of it because we do have it i mean do those games really like even when even when they come out like i don't feel like they do as much balancing regularly in in like after development as like other fighters maybe right like do they it's not it's not like uh, uh overwatch or something where they're constantly Balancing uh, abilities and no, stuff to and like that, change the meta, like they're kind of in stone. And honestly, that's that's true of of a lot of other fighting games, from what I've seen. Like like Street Fighter uh, recently had its final balance update because they're they're starting to show shit for Street Fighter Six now, and it looks awesome. Oh really? Incidentally, yeah. Uh, it's it's got more of that like. I mean, well, what everyone keeps saying is is Street Fighter is kind of coming back to the streets. Ah. Um, there's there it's it's got a lot of flair and a lot of style, kind of like Third Strike did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soundtrack sounds real, you know, funky and and jazzy and really cool. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, they only did their their final balance update like, um, um. last month, month before. Um, okay. And. I just don't know if Smash games do that. Maybe they do. They do. They absolutely do. They, that's the reason that Melee is still competitive and Brawl isn't as competitive as Melee. Okay, yeah, I didn't realize they, that. They dumbed it down. They took all the... Like, you could just whoop ass in, in Melee. Okay. Um, but they, they, they leveled the playing field for casual gamers 
for Brawl. Yeah. Um, it, was to be a, it was designed to be a casual fighting game. Yes. The original Smash yeah. Brothers was nothing but casual right. fighting. Filthy casuals. It was super yeah, it was fun, just, too. It was just something fun for kids to play. You know? God, I, yeah. loved, I um, loved that game. The original yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, um, Pikachu. Yeah. Uh, Samus. Yeah. But uh, I, I, think, I think the reason that fighting games don't update as often as, as say, like, Overwatch or, or, or League God, of Legends They fucking or ruined Overwatch. They did. I, I kind of... I, they, ner- they nerfed... They took all the fun shit out. <laughs> Everything about Overwatch that was fun is gone now. They never really gave... Yeah. Uh, they never really gave the original characters much quality of life adjustments right. when it came to the new ones, too. Like, Farah like towards the end of Overwatch's run became more and more useless as yeah. time went on and it, it sucks because I love that character. They now. nerfed Hanzo. I'll never forgive them for nerfing. Yeah. <laughs> but his, his ultimate? Yeah, the ult. Did it? Did it? Did they just take damage away? Or you got waga tekuo kurao? Yeah, that's it. Which means uh, great dragon devour my enemies. Yeah, <laughs> man, you're getting really good at that Japanese. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, how many days streak do you have? Like seven hundred some days on Duolingo. Uh, Kenji, uh, uh, seven hundred. Those are rookie numbers, my friend. <laughs> um, currently, my streak. I haven't done my Duolingo for today yet. I've just been. I've just been refreshing skills a lot because, like, I yeah. haven't. I haven't. Uh, Still, that's a daily thing. I haven't had like the mental space to like go to new lessons and everything, but I'm kind of keeping up. Yeah. Um, my streak right now is 1,133 days. Jesus Christ. <laughs> that's fucking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's nucking. That's gotta futs. be way up there on the list. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I don't know anyone else that is as dedicated to this thing. <laughs> uh, finally, hey. Uh, um, uh, but I've been uh, focusing uh, more on Spanish. Though. Yeah, forehead, why don't you go? Uh, I'm fucked. <laughs> How fucked are you? Uh, my neighbor died, and now I have cats. Right. And uh, I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. Um, so it's been, it, you know. But you love them. I do. I, that's the problem is, like, I've never been a cat person, and now all of a sudden I'm a cat person, like, immediately. You understand yeah. now. I do understand when, now. We, well, the first time the first time that a start, cat, especially a cat you own, loves on you, yeah. you're, you like, you yeah. know. You get it, yeah, because you start talking about them like weird cat ladies, like they're your children. Yeah, you yeah. start it's making up. Narratives for them, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I have dogs, but we do the same thing. Like, yeah. you start to create mythologies around them. Yeah. That's why we ended up with Leroy the Ring Pop Prince. <laughs> do you remember that? I don't remember that. <laughs> Leroy is the Ring Pop Prince because Bo is actual royalty, and Leroy isn't. He's adopted. <laughs> but they let him wear a ring pop to feel like he's royalty. That's a story we made up about our dog. That sounds like we are mentally ill. Yeah. Yeah, it, it does. That know. does. That sounds like the kind of thing people get committed for. There it is. You know what the other thing is, though? She sucked my cock. <laughs> it, I created you. Fuck you. Oh, yeah. What role was that again? Raleigh, Raleigh Theodore <laughs> Shakers. Yeah. I created you. Fuck you. <laughs> you know what the other thing is about, about cats is that it's not as easy to to read their emotions as it is with dogs. Yes. Yeah. Dogs are very expressive in a way that humans, uh, that is easy for us to understand. Yeah. yeah. Especially um, particular breeds. They, they've evolved. Yeah. They'll, with us. they'll like run around and jump and they're like, Oh, you know, you, you know, he's happy. He's, yeah. Uh, you can tell when a dog looks guilty, they'll like 
furrow yeah. their brows in, in much the same way that we do. Um, their ears, the way they lay their ears, the way that their, mm-hmm. their tail is expressive. It's not just going for no reason. Yeah, uh, but cats don't really do that. They don't express those emotions in the same way. Uh, if like if a cat stares at you, it means it finds you interesting. If, mm-hmm. it, if it stares at you with narrow eyes, it means that it likes you or it feels safe around you. Yeah. Um, that's why... They, <laughs> yeah, the, the what's s- the guy's name? Jackson Galaxy. The cat trainer. Oh, yeah. The oh, dude, that dude. The yeah. dude who teaches people the slow blink. Yeah, the slow blink's a real thing. I mean, it is real, but also he seems freaking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I Like, I believe him, but I think he's a little bit nuts. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, man. It's like uh, when I come home from work, they come. They both come running to me, and I just lay down on the floor. And Kiki's like a dog, dude. She just fucking... <laughs> she's just like plops on her back and rolls around. Yeah. yeah. Like, she she just... I've never seen a cat like that who just likes oh. to be touched. Leia does that. You she, touch your belly? She didn't, like, cut you up? No. Never. If, like, Whoa. never. Minnie will get... Uh, Minnie will tell you when she's done. Leia, Leia will show her belly and roll around her back if, like, I come home from work and uh, Aubrey's not there because, she you know, she wants to be fed. And she, she goes nuts if you scratch her on the head, but she'll, she'll like, bat at you and roll away if you yeah. try to touch her belly. Finn, on the other hand, hand at at uh at tina's place is uh loves belly rubs oh yeah that's key she's just like she's like a a log (laughs) yeah i can i can i can grab her face like this and mush it and she just (laughs) she doesn't compress her head into the size of a baseball loud purr she just (laughs) she just loves it yeah it's trust man um it's crazy it's like if a creature allows you to take their whole head in your hand in your hands and just just squish it yeah that creature trusts you and she loves and Minnie follows trisha Trisha's like the only one who can love on Minnie without getting <laughs> batted at. Yeah. Kiki has never once batted at me. Yeah, it's a thing. They they do have, uh, they they can have uh, gender preferences. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they kind of pick a person even. Yeah. Sure. Leia, really, really, Leia really likes boys. Yeah. Especially ones she doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, uh, I'm allergic to cats. So and I've actually, I think we've got it pretty much down. <coughs> yeah. Because they haven't been bothering me. Uh, I'm, well, on a, I'm on a, a, a pretty strict allergy medicine regimen, and it has helped tremendously. Um, this is the genius of animals. Yeah. If, if they want to live with us and we can't take it, yeah. we, we modify our behavior. But yeah, we got, we'll I mean, take pills we just got so we can have Just them. because our neighbor Marcy uh, passed away, and they were, they were like, there's not a ton of shelters in this area that aren't kill shelters, mm-hmm. and, and her brother couldn't take them. So it's like, I'm like, I'm not going to let her, it's not her cat's fault. Right. That she died. Yeah. So I, I can't. And they were her babies. So it's like I can't I can't in all good consciousness let that happen. It's just it's just one of those things, man. <clears throat> you just kind of feel the call. So to I told Trisha, I'm like, I, I can't like I I, I I I said, I hope you're OK. But I told her brother, like, we can we can take them. They they paid us to take them. Oh, really? They, because they're like, thank you, because they didn't know what they were going to do. Well, that's nice. And I'm know. like. I, I can't like I cannot in all good consciousness let this happen to them too. And they you know they it took them a little bit to warm up, but you know yeah. part of the family. So it's like yeah. I wonder if because um, I've I've lost allergies before. I used to be allergic to soy and tomatoes. Yeah. Um. But but that went away when I was a kid. I wonder I wonder if yeah if you will eventually. Just like even even just like through ex, through constant exposure to these cats. Well, I'm already <laughs> noticing like a huge drop. Like when I would go to Chantel's, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Chantel had two cats, right? 
Um, God, we are like snotty and burpy and everything. I know. <laughs> um, fucking sorry. <clears throat> um, Pollen. She she like it would always. I couldn't stay there too long because it would just make me fucking miserable. Like yeah, yeah. watery eyes, itchy. Like and it would get on my skin, upset and, like, stomach, diarrhea. <clears throat> Yay, Pepto Bismol. But yeah. now, like now, they don't. They don't really bother me. I can get on the floor and like pick Kiki up and roll her over. Yeah, <laughs> she does this funny ass shit where like she'll sit in your seat when you leave. She like she'll get up and sit exactly where you were sitting, and then like if you go to the kitchen for something, and then come back and she'll just lay down. Yeah. And like I'll be like, hey, move! Like you do that to a dog, a dog is gonna fuck off. Right? Yeah, right. Cats are not. <laughs> you roll. So I'll just like put my hand on her, like, hey, move to push her, and she'll just like. Like go limp and let me roll her. Oh, oh my god, you're so in love. <laughs> it's just like I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Like get the fuck out of my seat, you know? But she, uh, yeah, that's the problem. I'm fucked because I've shown some kind of affection, which is a man uh, is something vulnerable that, and weak, right? It, 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 you know, my bloodline will not survive. Uh, so I, right. yeah, I'm I, I'm fucked because now I'm a cat person. Yeah, and, you uh, sure are. You're in love, boy. That's you're you're so gross. I am. What a fucking loser. What a pussy. <laughs> what a big baby. I'm happy for you. Thanks, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right, uh, forehead. You want to stop that? Yeah, we'll, sure. we'll get moving on We're to the next that. segment of the show, <laughs> which is a little thing that we like to call smoking and drinking. Mm-hmm. Forty-six minutes. Here's what mm-hmm. we're smoking, and here's what we're drinking. Yeah, smoking, smoking, drinking. drinking. All right, stick around. I'm Ham. I'm Slam. I'm Drog. Do you like what you're listening to right now? Do you not know yet? I encourage you to subscribe. Yeah. To the Three Dude Podcast. It's right here on the internet. It, li- <laughs> it lives here. You can find us on Google Podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Grinder, <laughs> Zillow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Dude Cast. We are your dudes. You pieces of shit. No, and now we're back. we're back. Yeah, now we are back. <laughs> and now we're officially back. And now we're gone. So now we're gone. We're done. And now we're back. I, I got a little with you guys. I don't like really have a topic. I know. Yet. So we're, I'm going to just kind of like wing it until I think of something. That's a, you know, just like go to a random word cloud generator. <laughs> just go to a word. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You get me every time. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. It doesn't matter because it's time for who said it best, Yay! everyone. Yeah. I'm you, really excited. You motherfuckers thought I forgot. I actually did. It's a is, new season of Who Said It Best. Is that <laughs> is is that song actually in the public domain? Because the Red Letter yeah. Media uses it. Yeah, I think it is. It must be. Yeah, because or you could. I, I imagine you could also pay to license it, but maybe. But that doesn't make any sense. Well, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah, because like, because they play it whenever they do Plinketto. Yeah, they do. Who won last season? Did I win? I think I won in the last episode. Yeah, did you? I did. I, I still never bought myself a gift for winning, so I'm gonna have to do that. <laughs> that sounds right. It uh, sounds right. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to keep a tally. Oh. Are you, I, I assume you all are familiar with the rules, but I will. Um, I will, uh, for uh, any new listeners that might be there, I will uh, parlay them to you all. Who said it best, gentlemen, is a game mm-hmm. in which I will read you a quote, and you have to tell me who said that quote. Uh, 
you have five separate choices. Uh, four is good, five is better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because it's two against one, uh, I've decided to try and give myself some sort of edge. But I do have a stipulation that we added last year that levels the playing field. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, mm-hmm. If I get the answer correct, I get one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Dave gets the answer correct, and uh, or if, like if I stump you, I get a point. If Dave gets the answer correct and Ben doesn't, Dave gets a point. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. Ben if, gets, but if we both get it. You each get two points. Right. And that makes up for the fact, in my mind, that you have five choices and I have a 60% advantage. So yeah. if you both guess together to try and influence some guessing, uh, you know, with like some some teamwork amongst you both. You know, if there's some numbers yeah. dork listening to this that can yeah. uh, prove to me that this is that, that uh, this is it doesn't matter if it's even. fair because this is what we're going with. <laughs> I know. This <laughs> is it's not dead even, no. but it does give you some incentive to jump ahead. It so. levels the yes. playing field, so to speak. So to speak. In- instead of us I, just picking two different answers to cover I, as much correct, ground as Correct, which is what yeah. was happening at a few yeah. points earlier on. Right. So I had to throw the stipulation in there to piss you guys I, off. I still can't shake the feeling that this is like a carnival game. It's so much. <laughs> this is so much fun. To do. Um, it's like, like, can I call shenanigans? Um, <laughs> so, gentlemen, are we ready to play the game? Fuck yeah. Okay. Yes. I love this game. <clears throat> gentlemen, who said it best when they said... Multitasking is the ability to screw everything up simultaneously. <laughs> Was that A, Jeremy Clarkson, mm. B, comedian Mitch Hedberg, mm. C, Tim the Toolman Taylor, D, baseball legend Yogi Berra, mm. or E, PewDiePie? Oh, fuck. I have a really, I have a really strong <laughs> opinion on this one. Let me hear it, because I, I feel like... I will okay. read. Here's yeah, the quote. Give, give it to us again. Multitasking is the ability to screw everything up simultaneously. Your options are A, Jeremy Clarkson from Top Gear uh, Grand Tour, uh, B, Mitch Hedberg, the famous uh, Stephen Wright esque one liner comedian, uh-huh. uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor from the show Home Improvement, famously played by Tim Allen. Uh, famous humorist and baseball legend Yogi Berra, or uh, famous racist and video game enthusiast <laughs> PewDiePie. This <laughs> just append famous racist. Famous racist. All right, here's my gut feelings. I, I really don't feel like it's Mitch. Doesn't sound like Mitch. No. Doesn't sound like his style. Yeah, it's not surreal enough. Yogi Berra is a trap because, yeah. of course, yeah, that's the kind of thing he would say, but I don't think he did. I. I think it's exactly the kind of bumper sticker, page-a-day calendar humor that you would find in Home Improvement. Yeah, I do, too. Now, the thing is, I also think it's possible that it's Clarkson, but I can't remember him ever saying screw up. Yeah. Screw everything up is what the quote is. Right, but I can't, I've never heard him use, I can't remember a time when he said something was screwed up. It seems like it's outside his vocabulary. Yeah, it, I think I think he'd be more likely to say like fouled up or yeah, right or, um, or, or cocked up. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then that leaves um, PewDiePie. Everything all at once. I just really don't see PewDiePie saying it. No, it could be. It could be. I'm. I mean, I'm willing to be surprised, but honestly, uh, Tim the Toolman. C Taylor feels right. Sounds right to me. Yeah. Are we gonna go with that? I think so. I didn't even have to use the timer this time. Are we going with our final answers, gentlemen? <clears throat> yeah. Let's, right, let's, let's do, do C. 
Tim the Tool Man Taylor. Because I also the thing is, if this, if this was just about trying to get that extra two points, I wouldn't feel that confident. I just really do feel like that's the answer. Mm-hmm. Final answers. Yes. C? Sure. C. Gentlemen, the quote was: "Multitasking is the ability to screw everything up simultaneously." When you guessed that it was C, Tim the Toolman Taylor, you were incorrect. Fuck. Fuck you. It was A, Jeremy Clarkson. Eat shit, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Very good deductive reasoning, but that was, I I had to look up, I saw the quote and then I had to look up the clip. Oh Um, my God. So yes, that is a. I feel like I've never heard him say Jeremy Clarkson, of course, uh, famous uh, host and presenter of Top Gear from. What, uh, 1999 to whenever they booted him off the show, and then he got a deal with uh, James May and Richard Hammond to do uh, Grand Tour, which is just as good. Um, yeah, hey, our initial- very funny, it was especially the old Top Gear episodes, hilarious. I just noticed our initials spell out CBD. Yeah, they do. <laughs> How about that? Um, <laughs> so that is one tally That's one for, for Chris. You. One for you. Chris. Chris. Uh, ah, you fucking asshole piece of shit. I'm th- I'm, these, this game makes me hate you more than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I hate how good you are at this. I have to step it up because you guys are getting better at it. Well, um, we were close. Yeah, we're we had close. it narrowed down to the two most likely, I think. Yeah. I mean, right? It was going to be A or C. Yeah. Definitely. Ready for the second quote, fellas? Mm, Yeah, let's do it. Sure as hell am. Quote number two. Who said it best when they said, I don't care what you think of me unless you think I'm awesome, in which case you are right. (laughs) Was that A, Miss Piggy, B, Logan Paul, C, Deadpool, Mm. D, Cliffy B. He has no Cliffy B is, yeah, right? right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, or E, CJ Craig from the West Wing. I think it's either C or D. The quote was, I don't care what you think of me unless you think I'm awesome, in which case you are right. Mm-hmm. Your options were A, Miss Piggy from the Muppets, mm-hmm. uh, B, famous YouTube douche, uh, Logan Paul, C, Deadpool, I think Deadpool's pretty famous enough now. Yeah. And everybody knows who he is. D, Cliffy B, who is the famous uh, Gearbox software CEO, um, famous arrogant douche in the video game industry who makes pretty good games. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or E, uh, White House press secretary in the West Wing, CJ Craig. Not the the real West Wing, but like the TV show. Yeah, yeah. West Wing. That really feels like CJ Craig to me. I don't care what you think of me. Unless you think I'm awesome, in which case you are right. Mm. You have any strong opinions? I'm I'm leaning towards either Deadpool or Cliffy B. I want to take Miss Piggy off the list because what Miss Piggy's character trait is not just that she's awesome, but that she's beautiful. She's vain. It feels like awesome wouldn't be the word. Yeah, that's not a word she would use. Um, I, could, I could be wrong. That's my reasoning there. Cliffy B... Uh, maybe I don't know <laughs> I don't know hmm. CJ Craig seems very likely Who are our other two Who's B and C Logan Paul And yeah. Deadpool Right Yeah I don't think it's Logan Paul Could be Deadpool Could be Logan Paul though too These all All these people I was proud of this one This is a tough one This is a tough one This is a tough one 
Unless you think I'm off. It sounds the most like Logan Paul. It sounds the most in character like Logan Paul. The question is, did I throw that in there to throw you off? I know. I'm going to settle on... I'm going to settle on Cliffy B. Final, final answer. Uh, for me, yes. Dave, I have to ask you to lock in an answer. Well, it's either Logan Paul or CJ Craig. But I can really easily see CJ in an episode just exasperated after dealing with everybody collapsing into her office saying that to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> it feels it feels right. I can't remember a specific instance of it, but I'm going to guess that one anyway. E, final e, answer? Final answer. Fuck me. Fuck you. <laughs> Dave. <laughs> um, when I asked you who said it best, when they said, I don't care what you think of me unless you think I'm awesome, in which case you are right, you guessed... E, C.J. Craig. Yeah. That answer was incorrect. Fuck you. <laughs> ben. Ben, please get this. When I asked you who said it best when they said, I don't care what you think of me unless you think I'm awesome, in which case you are right, <coughs> you guessed D, Cliffy B. You were incorrect. Fuck! Oh. The correct answer was A, Miss Piggy. Ugh. Taking from the uh, Muppet Show reboot that NBC did a few years back. Uh, in which they were uh, in charge of their late night show at the NBC offices. I don't have to explain I'm, pop I'm culture. Beside myself. <laughs> I'm, I'm beside myself. <laughs> right now. You know, you guys, everybody knows who Miss Piggy is, right? <laughs> I don't have to like come up with some cool facts for Miss Piggy. <laughs> no, you, everybody you knows. don't have to have like a Wikipedia usually I, blurb. Usually, I try and like give everybody some like, yeah, this is the who this person is, and right. I like to add some backstory to it. But, yeah, but if you, you don't know who Miss Piggy is, yeah, right. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. you um, got to know who Miss Piggy. I, it strikes me that like Zoomers maybe don't know the Muppets yeah, very maybe. well. Mm. I don't know, <sighs> but none of that matters because I he's up by two, Ben, two for two to start the new round of who said it best. Two for two, baby. I'm really not happy but, about this. Uh, as really we discussed before, you guys this. could jump way ahead on the next one if you both guessed. It's happened before. It's happened before. Yeah. And it made last it season e interesting. So yeah. <laughs> let us see. All right, forehead. <laughs> Doesn't it just work? Yeah. All right, forehead. Yeah, whatever, forehead. <laughs> yeah. So Move it, football head. So dismissive. Yeah, yeah whatever, forehead. <laughs> All right, forehead. <laughs> Wait, it makes you think, like, what's wrong with my forehead? Like, yeah, right, right. yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 no it, one's ever picked on my forehead yeah, before. Put, it puts, like, the seed of doubt in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever, knee bones. Yeah. <laughs> Does everyone think my knees are weird? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, they are weird. So I was, I was debating on <laughs> several different topics. None None of them sounded uh, particularly uh, f interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, let's look at those. Let's then. look at those. Let's look at the uninteresting um, topics. Uh, the one that it keep I keep coming back to. Sure. And it's probably a sign that that's what this episode should be about. Sure. Is I want to talk about photography. Ooh, I want to talk yeah. about some of the most famous images, what your favorite photos are. This what is they really good. What they make you feel. Um, and and why they make you feel that way. And the reason that I, I keep coming back to this is because I watched a, uh, a documentary about my favorite photograph of all time, which is very morose um, mm. uh, about the you guys are familiar with the picture of the falling man. Yeah. Um, uh, the dude with the, 
the, I, the, dude, the, the dude that they put in the 4chan, 4chan thing, Heather, yeah, because his oh, legs were in the shape of, of a number four. Yeah, Fuck. oh my uh, god, <laughs> that's that's your that's my connection to that photo. The 4chan, uh, the that's man. really dark and funny, but it's it's like so dark. Yeah, it's it's so it's so extremely uncool. Um, but the the falling man is a famous photo by uh, an AP uh, journalist who was actually. Yeah, in Manhattan during well, the uh, what made the journalist so AP is was he like covered in hair? <laughs> an AP journalist, an AP journalist <laughs> was he even yeah. allowed to be taking photos. No, he wasn't even supposed to be out of the zoo at that time. Man, all sorts of things went wrong on that. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, was, that was the second weirdest thing that happened that day. <laughs> oh no, the gorilla with the camera escaped. How oh, could this no. day get any worse? <laughs> 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 Jesus. The gorilla, the gorilla has ripped the head off a photographer and is now running with their camera through the streets of Manhattan. It can't get any worse. Oh than my this. god, he want to? He's, he's got a Pulitzer. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, how could the situation possibly get worse? <laughs> well, at least the other one didn't fall. <laughs> oh god. Boy, if this if that gorilla could redeem yeah, himself man. right now well, by at least taking a photo. At least the great. fine service men and women at the Pentagon are working on it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, this gorilla started a whole bunch of mess. I say we declare war on this gorilla. Fonzo, you've done it this time. (laughs) 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 This day just can't get worse. Um, All right. (laughs) This is completely derailed. Um, Oh, God. uh, No, the falling man is a famous photo taken by this journalist who was Mm. Um, actually, it's haunting. He was covering like yeah. some stupid bullshit. He was covering like some outdoor, like, yeah, like some fashion or show or something. And they're like, "Hey, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. Can you get down there?" Because he was the closest to the scene. Right. So he got off the subway and immediately started capturing photos. He's and like, "I thought people were. I thought people were a little more stressed around here." Than <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> um, so yeah, That's he what that sound was. from the moment he stepped out of the subway, he was just capturing photos and he was there when the second plane hit and yeah. he was there uh he had to he had to leave when the when the first tower collapsed sure um but during that time you know we all know how terrible the situation was like inside the towers right and the floors above where the plane hit because there right. was there was fuel leaking out down like up and down the stairs they were yeah. you know people and the, couldn't get through stairwells. people couldn't breathe you know yeah. the smoke was pouring out of the building so like people couldn't like people were asphyxiating so in order to and i found this interesting uh the things we choose to classify as americans um uh-huh. They they don't classify them as jumpers. They because they 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 were they weren't doing it in their right minds. They were doing it to yeah. uh, to breathe to escape the. Do you know what I mean? It was so that the, the last minutes you have on this earth, you can actually breathe and not. Those be people fire. are not documented as suicides. No, they're, right. they're, they're you know what I mean because it's you know the, what, what what other option do you have? Burn in a horrible death or you right. know what I mean? Yeah. If you if, if you if you jump off of a you know a burning boat and yeah. drown. You didn't. You're, the cause of death, you know, your, was not your choice to jump. You Correct. Didn't, you didn't really right. choose anything. You, you, your fight or flight, literally, yeah. the response kicked in, and it's like, what are you going to do? You can't. Right. You have to escape. So, um, Fuck. so the uh, the the falling man is a very um, somber 
slice of humanity photograph of, of a guy falling like like an arrow. And if you look at the sequence of photos, he said it, like the photo is very peaceful because he's falling straight down like an arrow, but he's actually tumbling through the sky. So the sequence of photos is this guy tumbling from yeah the hundredth floor or whatever. Yeah, it's it's horrifying. And he, it, like the photo that he happens to catch in sequences of this guy basically bisecting the uh, front corner of the South Tower as he's tumbling down. Yeah. Um, and it's very striking, uh, very uh, – so I, I to me, th- this is kind of why I wanted to talk about this because the I think some of the most fascinating photographs in our history are of – Tragedy, horrible things. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and kind of candid tragedy. Candid tragedy, very very human kind of things. Things that that yeah trigger you on a, a, an emotionally human level. It's not uh-huh. a very it's not a base response. It's something that you, as a person with a conscience, yeah, identify with. If, and yeah. for a minute, if you inhabit the, the that photo, yeah, and you, and you think about being in that situation, it, you That's, experience it, something that that is otherworldly. It's it, it, it's immediate. Yeah, that, the effect um, is immediate on you when you see it. What comes to mind for me is that famous photograph of that of that little Vietnamese girl. Yeah, you know, naked and bony and, and yeah. uh, running the, away from a napalm strike. Yeah. She was, um, immediately after that photo was taken, interestingly, she ran up to the photographer who was taking the picture. Yeah. And she was screaming like I, because her skin was she had third degree burns on her skin. Yeah. They were trying to cool her off with bottles of water. Like it's yeah. it's horrible. Or it, um. The, oh, isn't that the last thing you want to do with a burn is pour cold water on it? Yeah. I don't know. Is it? When it's that bad? Yeah, because it'll it'll blister off of your body. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. Um, but they're trying to, you want to run lukewarm water on gotcha. it. Gotcha. That's, mm. that's what you do. Um, but if a bottle of water is all you, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, she's chemical, she's covered in chemical burns. Yeah, I mean, they're they're journalists, not medics. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that photograph always gets me very deep, and a lot of people have a very strong response to that photo so much so that it, it has only been run once mm-hmm. in several uh papers because people don't like it it's it has it since garnered which one the jumper the uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the falling man mm. yeah um it's it, it because it, people were like outraged when that appeared on the cover because it's like it, like I don't want to think about it's it. Grotesque. It's, it's grotesque. It's yeah. grotesque. Yeah. But you know, over time, it's been cited as one of the most important photographs ever because uh-huh. it does awaken such a. I think there's something about it that it is most feeling. like man with tank, where oh, it's yeah. like yeah. It's Tiananmen. Like, you know, it's it's, it's basically. A photo in this moment before something else happens or could happen or, right. you yeah. know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's a it's a Wild West stare, a stare down. Yeah. yeah. There's something about that, about that, you know, that falling man probably fell for something like 12 seconds or something. Right. Yeah. That's almost exactly it. I think it's just over 10 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. That's a snapshot of the last 10 seconds of someone's life. Yes. in Extreme circumstances. I mean, like it's. It's unbelievable. As as far as journalism goes, that's almost exclusively what journalism exists yeah. to document. Right. Yeah. Right. Is you know like the story of a thing that happened so fast that nobody nobody would ever know. Right. Exactly. Nobody would ever know. And he said the, the the reason that they even that he even started taking those pictures is because he was very close to the towers. Yeah. And him and the people around him were hearing 
thuds on the concrete. Yeah. So they're, they're like, there's, sounds, there's videos from the basement of those buildings yeah. where you can hear people in. It sounds like a, a, like a, a, a bag of concrete being yeah. dropped. Just boom. Just thud, thud, yeah. thud. Big. Bigger sound than you expect. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it's, it's, yeah, it's horrifying and grotesque. And But it's so, um, it, it, in a lot of ways, it's a very peaceful photograph. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it, it accomplishes well, it a lot of the, like, basic college-level photojournalism kind of things. Like, right. the, the rule of thirds is very present there because he's perfectly wow. bisecting the corner of the tower. Yeah. And then him as the center focal point. And yeah. it's, it's like... I don't know, man. Um, yeah, no, not no. just as a photograph, but like, not, or rather, not just as a subject of what it's documenting, but as a photograph. Right. It's particularly excellent. Right. Mm. Uh, Elton John actually owns the original print of that. He purchased it at auction. Oh, yeah. shit. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, because he's a famous um, photography collector. So he has lots of famous shots. I did not know that. Um, yeah. His apartment, I saw it was like a, a CBS Sunday morning special they did on him. Like uh, and that specific part of his life, and like that was at the time the most recent photo he bought was the original print. I did see that Elton John is now bringing an exclusive Vision line of, of lenses and frames or of frames to, to Walmart's nationwide. So that's fun. That's exciting. The Elton John line. I want uh, I want jewel encrusted <laughs> sunglasses for the summer. Um, the most the most disturbing photo I've ever seen. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say. Because I, I think I've told it. I may have even brought it up on the podcast before. Boy, we really should have warned people. <laughs> yeah, sorry, because a lot of these are going to be yeah. dark. Um, um, but it, it was a uh, it was a photo of a Japanese soldier in China, in Japanese-occupied China I know the one in, you're in the about. late 30s. And uh, in one hand, he has a sword. Mm-hmm. And in the other hand is the freshly, hevered, uh, freshly severed head. <laughs> Not a Heverd said. Heverd said, what, what, bloopers? Heverd <laughs> <laughs> oh, said, what? World's wackiest war crimes. The freshly severed head of <laughs> a Chinese man. Um, and, and on the soldier's face is this Insane uh, uh, Joker grin. His eyes are wide. He's grinning ear to ear. Yeah, just with with this head that he's just cut off of this Chinese civilian. Mm -hmm. Uh, And this was because in World War II, uh, Japanese infantrymen were given meth. Yeah, uh, to as as like a battle stimulant. Yeah, and the Germans, right? Germans too, yeah. They were. Yeah. There's a lot of meth going on. Yeah, there was in that war. There was a lot of. Yeah, There's just, always uh, drugs in war, aren't there? Yeah. Um, I I seem to remember like in the First World War they would mix. Uh, I don't think I've actually ever seen that photo, but I'm gonna try and find it. Here. I have. They would mix. Uh, I remember they they would mix. It was either like gunpowder or just saltpeter. Jesus Christ. In with their food and it was supposed to like repress their like sexual urges or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I mean, there's the, uh, All right, lads, it kills your boner on the yeah. battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're out marching in the muck and the mire and you're having boners all day. Boners. <laughs> Only thinking of your last back home. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Or, that's or the lad next to you, as the case may be. <laughs> um, oh, don't brutal. ask, don't tell ye. <laughs> but uh, there were, but um, 
uh, oh, did you find it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's fucked. fucking terrifying. Isn't it? Yeah. Um, hey, hey, if you're listening, he looks, Google that. He looks so proud. He's just yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, for how, however much like he realizes where he is and what he's doing. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, no, like like controlling the the mental state of of your soldiers is something that yeah that armies throughout time have have always tried to do, giving them extra endurance and strength, and also uh, the willingness to follow orders because you're so mm-hmm. hopped up, you'll do anything. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, they did shit like with, you know, with mind control and ecstasy and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, MK Ultra, all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, throughout the throughout the Cold War. And there's probably been even more harebrained ideas since then. Mm-hmm. There's a really, really interesting episode of Black Mirror that I always really like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen the one. Uh, it's about military mm-hmm. in like some remote area where they're dealing oh, with like basically I do remember this. bug people of some kind. Yeah, they, they, yeah, look, yeah, they look yeah. fucked up. They have like dark black eyes and fangs and stuff. Ugh. And they're, you know, basically the military is, is supposed to protect the towns that are under the military's authority and, and stuff from these creatures, right, that live uh, in small that. towns. Yeah, this, that was a mind fuck. I don't want to spoil the episode. Yeah. I won't. But there's a part where uh, someone is explaining. In fact, it's I think his name is Michael Kelly. It's the guy that plays uh, yeah. um, what's his name on House of Cards? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Stamper. Stamper, right? Oh, so he's explaining to a soldier, you know, it'll be back in the days of like old fashioned warfare. Let's go all the way back to, like, say, the American Revolution back then. You know, you have lines of soldiers marching towards each other and many of them wouldn't even fire on the enemy. They found, you know, people were too afraid to actually engage in okay. real violence. They'd fire above the head. Mm-hmm. Of, yeah. of, you know, their, the oncoming soldiers, you know. And then throughout time, militaries strove to find the ways to get their soldiers to do the things they needed to do. Yeah. I don't have to spoil the episode for you to yeah, know. Right. You know there's some fuckery involved. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah, and that reveals. It's exceptional. It's very brutal. I need um, to watch more Black Mirror. I, Black Mirror is. I, I always stop for a while because I run into, I I always run into, like, that one episode that just emotionally. 15 million demerits? F- it, it was 15 million merits the or first merits, time. Yeah. Uh, and it was only the fucking second episode of the series. Yeah, and it yeah. just, it gut punched me so hard that I took a break from the series for a long time. Uh, and then I was I was rewatching most of it, uh, and then I got to playtest. I oh, just play watched that one again recently. So good, that, yeah. That, that one is so good. That it fucked is. me up. Well, it's completely. It's, it's it's the it's perfect horror because <sighs> it, it taps into exactly exactly like deep fear in this guy. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. That episode's exceptional. Oh, yeah. oh that whole show's good. But I really yeah. recommend you watch that. The, I'll find the episode title um, for yeah, you. That was a that was a. And then, um, yeah, I, I think I think of, of all the ones I've watched so far, my favorite uh, was uh, what's it called? What's it called? White Bear. Where oh, yeah, yeah, woman yeah, wakes yeah. up with no memory and people are filming her. Yeah, yeah. And she's she's essentially being chased or she's running. She's running. Then she's being chased. Yeah. Um, yes. Doesn't know why. And yeah, there's this symbol that pops up everywhere. Yeah. And that, that symbol is the same one from Jabberwock. That uh, yeah. that like, oh, really? branching path thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's that a, was a good that's one. A really too. good episode. Um, yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrifying show, but like really, really, really good. good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good. I always, I always <laughs> beg people to watch it. It's yeah, excellent. It's phone excellent. bad. Yeah, phone, phone, <laughs> phone bad. bad. <laughs> Dave, you have a favorite. You have a, a photograph that stands out to you. Because uh, I have several more of these. Though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I don't really think that much about photography, to be Great honest. Great topic. There's, <laughs> I know. But there's, I mean, yeah, there's some, certainly. I'm trying to think of uh, some good examples. 
Um, oh, oh, you know, you know what my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Nothing comes to mind though. You know what one of my one of my favorite. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes, I certainly enjoy photos. Huh. <laughs> Looking at them, uh, occasionally taking them. Fuck you. <laughs> um, no, you know what? What? One of the funny. <laughs> Are you, are you laughing at how poorly I, no, I hid the fact that I? It's okay. <laughs> I just couldn't think of a because I've thing. I've done this I've done this too where yeah. you're like yeah you just kind of like go along I, with the I ride. think for me it's space, not, space photography yeah mm. well uh, it's interesting you bring that up because yeah, I know what we're going to talk about the James Webb Space Telescope which I've been wait. bashing in everybody's brains I was so fucking excited <laughs> when they when they lashed it when they uh, launched it up yeah. in space it's it's like. An insane amount more detailed than the Hubble. Mm -hmm. and I clapped. I clapped, clapped when, when I saw it. it. <laughs> it's, also, <laughs> it's also so nifty how they have it hovering in one of these, like these sort of like perfect orbital spots where it's just it's sort of fixed, where yeah. all the forces of the Earth and Moon stable orbit conspire to just keep it right in place. Yeah, it's amazing how precise they are. It's with amazing that. we can yeah. do that. Um, yeah. Uh, so I that's know the, uh, that's the 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 music of the spheres. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, they they've released some t like when the first two or three instruments were up. The, one of the first things they um, tested was the uh, infrared camera. Yeah. Um, so they used it to spy on the guy who had his day off. It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't look like your wife, Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we see you. We yeah. see you down there. <laughs> hey, hey, Chuck, this is JPL. Hey, look outside. This is just floating there. It's hovering in his driveway. <laughs> we got you, you fucking, you fucking liar. We have, like, insane zoomed in shots of his scrotum. <laughs> yeah, the flu my ass, Chuck. <laughs> um, I see a tiny blue speck. <laughs> I see a pale blue. <laughs> That's good. Um, it's, it's your left testicle. Uh, the uh, the 12th at 10.30 a.m., uh, NASA is going to hold a press conference and release the first detailed images. They've released wait. one test image that was shot in infrared. Right. And it is they there's a comparison image of the same section of the sky taken from the highest powered infrared telescope on this planet right compared with what the James Webb telescope is right. and it is night and day wow i mean it is like it is incomprehensible how clear that original telescope do you know if it's a single telescope or if it's like the array that we have the hubble all, no 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 the the comparison photo that they I think it's a single telescope. Okay. It's a single. The reason I ask is I know they have that, like when they took those images of that black hole. Yeah. They use an array of telescopes around the Earth, which function as one telescope. Correct. Because they basically, all of them point to the same place, and then they compare and merge and throw out certain data, and they arrive at, like, basically an Earth-sized telescope. God, yeah. how, how much shit do we have in orbit right now? Oh, tons. <laughs> tons and tons. How, yeah. how, much of our, how much of our bullshit have we launched up into space? <laughs> oh, those, ones are all, those ones are all land-based. Those ones I'm talking about are land-based. Oh. <laughs> Incidentally, um, this is the reason that, and everybody fucking makes fun of it, but this is the reason that a space force is necessary, because yeah. that's going to be something that we're going to have to deal with in the future. Mm -hmm. And in mm -hmm. fact, Trump and Pence were not the ones to... To propose this idea. Uh, to propose this idea. It's been rolling around the Pentagon for decades. They were just the only two um, that, like, got 
got a, got semi chubbed when they heard the word yeah. space force. Yeah. So like, the, <laughs> right? That didn't do anything you for mean, Obama. You he mean was, with lasers and everything? Right. <laughs> um, uh, can we design pretty cool uniforms for uh, them? That but uh, say space force can over we here. Equip our troops with lightsabers. <laughs> but, but people seem to think that it's like, oh, it's about space battles. That's not the point. The whole point of the space force is to monitor the activity of near Earth objects. Yeah. And and to say nothing of colonizing space. I mean, that's like a secondary. It's like, right. We got to deal with things like a massive amount of space junk and how we're going right. to deal with it. Yeah. So that yeah. that is why that is why that is important. So you can make fun of it if you want. But it is something that in the next 20, 30 years, yeah. we're really going to have to start. There are thinking yeah. about there are zip blocks floating around the earth full of astronaut turds <laughs> yeah. that are going to need that are going to yeah, need I think that's how they do it. it. That's, a, that's a space peanut. <laughs> that's, that's a space peanut. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but James Webb uh, all shit. Uh, they, this is a big frozen chunk of poopy. <laughs> Everyone out of orbit. Everyone out of orbit. <laughs> guys like that dated Joe Dirt reference. You know what? I think Joe Dirt might still be funny. I, I like Joe Dirt. I want to watch that again sometime. Can uh, we watch that sometime? See, anytime you want. I want to see if the ball stuck to the porch thing is still oh. as funny as I. He's got his, what, what? He's, he, Dog's he, got his, he broke his leg? No, no, he's got his, uh, his uh, what, he, uh, nuts stuck to the porch? Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> like get a spatula yeah, under a spatula it. some warm water, yeah. <laughs> um, when the dog like goes to sit up, it doesn't grrr, quite. And you it see scratches. It yeah, it's great. Some uh. some prop guy had so much fun with that. Yeah. Um, but anyway, back to back to James Webb. Yeah. Um, the twelfth, you said. The twelfth. Yes. The the thing that um, keeps coming up in every article I've read is that several of the scientists and astronomers, yeah. when they received the first batch of data, the first images, um, yeah, they wept. wept. Yeah. Because it's because it's so amazing that some of the photos that we have now. Yeah. Um, now, I hope they haven't. Let me just say this. I hope they haven't oversold it in a certain sense. And we'll what, by that, I mean, when they released that image of the black hole, it was absolutely, without a doubt, one of the most fascinating things we've ever been able to do. Yeah. And everyone went, why is it blurry? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Stupid. Right? Like, that's amazing. Yeah. If it's, you know it's like anything about astrophysics <laughs> and astronomy, it's like... We've just proved a hundred years of theory. Yeah. Yeah. Why like, is it blurry? Yeah. Right. Exactly. You I have <laughs> it's, it's infuriating because yeah. it's like, no, we've just, we guessed right. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we guessed right. We guessed right at something that we have never seen and only thought could and um, must on some level be possible. That's, that's shit that like, I, I need to know like yeah. how, how, how we figure stuff out that we can't directly observe and that, like, as far yeah. back as, like, what, even though, yeah, even yeah, the yeah. Renaissance. Yeah, go back to, like, Gal Galileo guessed correctly, or not, yeah. well, he didn't guess, it was an informed <laughs> hypothesis. Yeah, yeah. That if, that if you were to, that if you were to drop a hammer and a feather yeah. on a, on a, a planet with, or, like, on, because I can't, I can't remember. Dropping how, a feather in a, in a. On the moon. And a, and a bowling ball in a vacuum. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And terminal in a, velocity, in regardless, like outside of drag forces and stuff. Yeah, is the same for all this objects. summer. Drag and, force. And then hundreds of years later, Apollo, uh, Apollo fourteen or fifteen, I think, yeah. te uh, tested it by <laughs> yeah. dropping a hammer and a feather on the surface of the moon. They hit the ground at the same time. Yeah, you do kind of <laughs> wonder, like, how could they have been so sure? Like, how do we know how much the Earth weighs? How do we know? Yeah. You know, uh, like, how did we? How 
are we able to measure the Earth's distance from the sun? My favorite thing is that people were aware because of like retrograde orbits of other planets that they they correctly assumed that we were also orbiting things and that just as we eclipse them, they appear to go backwards from it before going forward again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that yeah, takes like so much big path. brain to come up with that conclusion. Yeah. 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 It's like it's what is it like Venus or Mercury goes like this. Over the course of a year, and then yeah, it makes like it, an S shape. If its arc is like a circle, it kind of comes around, and then it will appear to go backwards, and then keep going forward because we're moving. It's now like we're on the side of our orbit yeah. where we make it look like it's going backwards yeah. because we're kind of passing it. It's right. like a it's a perspective illusion. Yeah, and the big big brain required to figure that shit out. <laughs> oh, it's insane. Yeah, one of the best classes I took in college was an astronomy lab course. Mm-hmm. Where we did that. We yeah, did stuff like that. Calculated the orbit of Venus. Oh, <laughs> through man. Through the course of, like, months. It's fucking rad. Wow. Like the, That's they like a show, deep dive into history. They show you the proofs on how to do it. Uh, and it's, like, it's fucking, it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. And they, they, I had a great professor for that. He, like, explained how it came about. And he always put Bob Dylan records on. It was always cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was there was some Greek mathematician who was able to figure out that the Earth is round, uh, you know, centuries before the age of sail mm-hmm. uh, by by like digging a pit with a stake in it in one location and then another location hundreds of miles away, like in a whole different kingdom, in a yeah. whole different country, uh, and like somehow like using the length of the shadow the stick casts at a certain time of day or something oh. uh, like compared to each other. It's like, it doesn't make s- it. This wouldn't happen if the earth was yeah. flat. Yeah. Why should they have like a different length of shadow? Yeah. At this right. given time. Yeah. Unless they're actually on a ball. Right. Yeah. Right. Fucking crazy. Yeah. It's it, like, we're on a, we're on an enormous curve. Well, it, there was a, there was a fun sort of a debunking the flat earth thing that was going oh, around on YouTube this. for a hot yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. Whereas like these guys basically flat all Flat earthers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like basically the idea was, okay, put like a, put a, uh, like a laser beam that's like dead level on the ground, exactly four feet up or something like that and point it over at this location and then go measure how high up it is at that location. And the variance in that exactness of how high up the beam is supposed to be versus what it is even a short distance away. And wouldn't yeah. you know it? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you see flat earthers scratching their heads and going, well, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't if the earth is flat. The, <laughs> the, the light must be must be uh, bending in reaction yeah, right. to a magnetic solar storm. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know the, the photo of the columns of creation or whatever pillars, it is? The pillars, pillars of, creation. of creation. Yes. Mm. So one of the, the one. things that the James Webb telescope Please is, tell me they is doing is retaking photos from Hubble. Including the uh, Hubble Deep Field and I think more specifically the Alter Deep Field, which was taken uh, a decade later once they had uh, upgraded the instruments. Yeah. Um, so they are retaking the That's this one for reference. Right. right. Um, I think they actually released a picture of that for uh, those listening at home. It's the one that looks like three space penises. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, that's a beautiful photograph, yeah. incidentally. With, um, one of them has a clip massager, so yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a rabbit. Yeah, um, that's a salad mixer. <laughs> so yeah, Battery there's powered salad mixer. Right. That's so it. let's let's go very. We, we we're going very big here. Let's go very small. Have you guys ever seen this photo? Um, uh, I don't think I have. Me. 
So this is a picture taken in 1965. It's some kind of phreatus. It's the first time a human embryo was ever photographed. It's taken in 1965. Norman yeah, Reedus and the funky, funky fetus. fetus. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is like. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And it was taken in 1965. Okay, show me that picture again. What's a little marble he's playing with? Uh, well, he's got the, like a little marble in there he's that, playing with. That's the scrungus. Yeah. <laughs> it, it feeds the scrumpulum. Right. Which, of course, falls off during week eight of pregnancy. Right. The fetus monches on the scrobulum. It's attached by a flangle to a kind of dill sack. The nut sack. What was that for real? That was, that was a Wikipedia article. Yeah, someone it? edited a Wikipedia yeah, article about <laughs> the horngus of the dogfish. <laughs> Is attached by a struggle to a kind of dill sack, the yeah. nut sack. So this guy, this guy took several pictures of the same fetus. Oh, through the life cycle, to develop. Yeah, um, which is nuts. I think at the um, time of, uh, I think at the time of uh, that photo, if uh, if uh, if the Supreme Court has their way, that that can vote. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, was that about three months? Yeah, it's like voting. Yeah, age. eighteen weeks. Yeah, yeah. nice. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's absurd. Some of the some of that shit. Yeah, the ma- the um, micro photography. I, I always love electron microscope images. Yeah, yeah. And actually, wild. the way that they work still kind of confuses me. Yeah, but they're so neat. Like like the water bears that you see yeah. photos of. Everyone loves water bears. They're yeah. so cute. They're so cool, and they have like a little splurshy mouth that goes like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it looks like something you'd kill in Half Life. <laughs> yeah, have you ever right. seen like videos of of cells dying? No, where no. the cell wall erodes and then the material just kind of spills out. Is that how that works? Yeah, the it's cell wall really just, fucking crazy. The walls fall out. The walls fall out. Wow. You, have, you look like you have uh, a photo you want to. Apoptosis, I think, is that is what that process mm. is called. Um, this is this is one of the funniest photographs that I in my lifetime that I have ever seen. Okay, uh, there's it's just it's there's something just beautiful and poetic about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, okay, Chris, for everyone, you want to just someone describe this for everyone listening at home. This is uh, this is a photo of um, a uh, fat it's, white it's, guy. It's taken at the Martin Luther King Jr. Memorial statue in Washington D.C. <laughs> um, it's a very powerful right. memorial if you've if you've ever seen it. What, what, what's the um, quote on the side of that? It's like uh, for. Uh, uh, I forget an eternity from an eternity of stone, a pillar of hope, or something like yeah, that. something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, but in front of, in some distance in front of the statue, and the, the focus of the photograph is a chubby white dude in, in a, a Celtics jersey, in a Boston Celtics jersey, <laughs> with with a very serious uh, sunglassed expression, folding his crossing his arms in the in the same manner that MLK is doing, and then in the background between him and the statue is a black man looking over his shoulder at him, like what? Like, with, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's That's really funny. It's one of my favorite photographs ever. <laughs> That's excellent. <laughs> you know, in some ways, um, many of our favorite memes are, you know, sort of lessons in photography, too. Like, you know, example, like, uh, you know, one. <laughs> How about the girl who's in front of the house that's on fire? Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. smiling <laughs> and she's like perfectly framed yeah. so that you can see the disaster over her shoulder <laughs> and you you just get the feeling she's responsible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's like a meme that is. That is, I, I feel like that wouldn't have taken off if it wasn't just so perfect. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. That's your, that's your contribution to this <laughs> photography episode? Well, I mentioned the pillars of creation. 
I called them the columns of stars or whatever, but <laughs> it is it is really incredible just how like how just the most I don't know like like the story that that uh, a picture tells just nowadays becomes yeah becomes meme worthy yeah right yeah. you know um, it's really just like we've kind of altered the way we process art yeah, yeah. Um, like that, that um, what the uh, the stock photo of the boyfriend with the wandering eye oh yeah <laughs> distracted well, boyfriend yeah yeah uh, like the the sheer the permutations and and uh, you know. It's it, it it really is almost like its own mode of communication, like using an image to describe something relatable. Yeah, yeah right. Like you know, uh, you know, um, the you know the girl walking by is like uh, steam sail, and the you know the guy's you know me, and the the girlfriend is you know the fa the hundreds of games I haven't played. <laughs> yeah, <yet>. right. <laughs> it, it strikes me that uh, that there's like you know sort of like remix culture made its way into art. You know, like yeah. the idea of like taking things and sampling them and c combining them, pastiches of other things. That, I, th I think know, it's a way to deal with the massive surplus of information that we receive on a daily basis. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So we've talked about it before. Like human beings are not built to uh, withstand this level of info right. coming in at us. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's how we. Which is why we have like goat men taking over yeah. our, our institutions, and you yeah. know, people are just brain broken. The, the humans are not built for this. There's there's a particularly well known episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation called uh, Darmok and Jalad, mm. uh, in which they encounter a group of, uh, they encounter oh, yeah. an alien species who who communicate in you know they they memories they, right? Well, they can understand. Like the tra the universal translator works, uh, mm -hmm. but but all the aliens will say is stuff like Shaka when the walls fell or Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra, mm -hmm. and what they're it's it's an entirely uh, referential language. Yeah, it they're just referring to things from their history or from their culture or from their religious mythos that that relate uh, to whatever is happening in front of them. Right, but which no one else has any context for, mm -hmm. and so. <laughs> Picard and the captain are, are trapped down on on the planet, and uh, he has to figure this out through through context. The, like, the, the universal translator says that they uh, find the replicator to be uh, bussin' for real, for real. Yeah, right. <laughs> no cap, no cap. Like like <laughs> yeah, like Darmok and Jalad at Tanagra. Uh, Picard likens it to um, Gilgamesh and Enkidu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, uh, Shaka when the walls fell refers to a failure. Yeah. Uh, all this, all this stuff that, and he ends up being able to communicate with the other crew in the end. That's sick. Um, or at, at least enough to tell them what happened. Can I tell you a photo I really like? Yes. Oh, it's about time. Jesus fucking Christ. I have one in my office that I, I bought in New York because I liked it so much. It's a cat hanging from a tree, and it says hang, hang in there. <laughs> now, it's this guy sitting on the subway in, like, the 80s. I love this picture because he's, like, sitting, like, 80s New York where everything was covered with graffiti. Trash. And trash yeah. and everything stuck on the walls. He's sitting in a subway car, right? Endless trash. And the photo is taken opposite him, and he's clipping coupons in what just looks like it. Like it may as well be a war zone. There's yeah. so much shit everywhere. Yeah. And there's an ad behind him, and it says "Only in New York." <laughs> <laughs> That's great, and I just love it. That's a cool photo. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just I. It gives me endless delight looking at that. 
I like the photograph of Emmett Till. <laughs> Emmett oh, my God. No, <laughs> oh, God. Remind me what that you know, was. You don't I know can't what that remember. Is? Oh. This is the little, uh, this the, is the the little, little black boy who got yeah. lynched in, like, Alabama. Oh, Jesus. And his, and his badass mom put his body out on display and ran it in the newspapers so everyone in America can see it. What fucking horrible pieces of shit. Yeah. You know, this is what racism looks like. Yeah, this is yeah. what's still happening here. Yeah, he was lynched yeah. and then th his body was thrown in the river. So when they fished him out, he was bloated and that's yeah. and uh, he was going to do they were like the they were trying to convince her to do a closed casket and she said, "Uh, -uh I want them to see what they did to him." Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's good like, on her yeah. cuz that's tough. Just last year, we put three men away for lynching a black man in Florida. Yeah, yeah right. It's still it, like It's still happening. There's yeah, it's it hasn't gone away. It's not it's not just like, oh, well, it's not the 60s anymore, you know, yeah. or not. no, it's still happening. There's still sundown towns. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, and there's and the thing is people don't have the confidence to form the full mob, but you get two or three fucking chuckleheads together. Right. Mm. They'll do it. Right. Yeah. So I shout mean, out to Emmett Till's mom for being a total fucking badass. Absolute badass. And having the courage to do that. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it really forced people to confront mm -hmm. what was going on, much in the same way that, like, Walter Cronkite forced America to realize what was happening in Vietnam. What, you know what I mean? Right, and, right. So um, it's like... The, people can't react to what they don't know exists. Correct. Uh, that, that's, I think, kind of the whole theme of this episode is yeah. this is why these things are important. With Vietnam yeah. especially, um, there, you know, there's so many, uh, so many photos that came out of that that you know, will stay with you for life once you've seen them. The right? police um, chief shooting the North... The, the death squad oh commander. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah right, like, right before that, that shot went off. Um, and then the... Uh, um, Oh my God! The the burning monk. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thank you. The uh, yeah, the the monk who set himself on fire in Jesus. protest is just sitting there as he burns to death. I think you mean that Rage Against the Machine album. Yeah, cover. <laughs> yeah. I um, was I was just thinking of that, and then whatever one that is an incredible photo. What, yeah. Whatever album it was that that has the photo of Bud Dwyer shooting himself in the head. CKY. <laughs> that yeah, was that was the first CKY right. album. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Holy shit. That, yeah. Yeah, Can't that, kill yourself. I've seen that footage, too. It's yeah, fucking me too. gnarly. It yeah. is gnarly. Um, but also, like, fuck that guy. Didn't he get... He did a whole bunch of shitty... I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm sure there was a reason that he was, like, freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah. He, yeah he was he, he was going, he was about to be sent to jail for, like, embezzlement or yeah, something. Like, okay. something like big. Uh, real big. Yeah. Um, Here, here's another photo I have in my house, and a kind of photo I like. There's all these photos of, like, when they were building... The fucking cities of today, like yeah. sixty mm. years ago, or whatever. We're talking about the famous one with the the construction workers on yeah. the sky, on the. Beam. So we, we have that one up there. Is the, all the construction workers having their lunch on the? Yeah, beam. that but, was featured in Times' uh, one hundred greatest photographs ever. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like a very famous. And I'm still not sure if I mean I think it was I I mean that's not just how they had their lunch all the time. No, it was it definitely, was, it was definitely staged. Yeah, yeah. Like, for that. But photo. astonishing to look but at. But, like, that was taken. Yeah, that's a real a, photo. A real photo taken atop the skyscraper. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Um, Shit uh, like that is just mind-blowing. How about uh, the, the flag, the, the the Soviet flag flying over the Reichstag? I know that yeah, was a sta yeah. staged photo, too, but, yeah, but that uh, awakens Russian pride within me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's so good. Yeah. Yeah. When the when the Red Army saved the world, yeah, <laughs> quite literally, yeah, uh, fucking fucking awesome. 
How about that picture of uh, Hitler where he's wearing the little short shorts and the and long the high socks? socks? Yeah. <laughs> what a fucking pussy. Yeah. Looks, looks, like he's, looks like he's about to go play with one of those rigs that you yeah, like yeah. Like a, oh, a stick. I'm sticking a hoop. I've got a stick in a hoop. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. What a dork. God. Hitler was a dork. He yeah. was. <laughs> dude, had like, dude had like no chin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, you know, I don't understand other than just power why anyone found him good looking. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like they were, people do. People still do. People like, still like salivate over Hitler. It's like, char- <laughs> like charismatic. Like they do. Yes, they do. Uh, like, what are you talking okay. about? These weirdo Nazis with this Hitler boners. They're for real. They're real. Yeah. Are they? Yes, they mm-hmm. are. I don't know if that's true. There man. are still people that think Hitler was hot. Oh, yeah. And I think it's just the power. And I think it's also those people are kind of brain broken. But I, I think that oh Hitler fuck me daddy for, for a, <laughs> tickle me with your little mustache oh, fuck me mine Fuhrer. <laughs> for a while there on uh, for a while there on um, your struggle is my struggle baby because <laughs> oh, I I used to I used to go through a lot of like your cup is mine cup <laughs> uh, and blah 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 Nocturne baby and all that I. I <laughs> I used to I used to like going through a bunch of a bunch of blogs that are nothing but just like DeviantArt cringe. Yeah. And one of the trends that was going on for a while, and I don't know if it still is, uh, but was was like young girls drawing fan art of serial killers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like like with you People know. People are super anime. turned on by serial killers too. I, that one I at least. Yeah, what I get. I mean, who doesn't? Uh, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Who doesn't John Wayne Gacy. Doesn't your heart? Thirty three kids that he <laughs> with the that's makeup who, on. That's who. Yeah. No, that's who doesn't want to fuck that dude. That's Pre- presumably, I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> presumably, that's not who wants to fuck. That's him. that's uh, one of the worst things you've ever said. Now, is it? Yeah, All that's right. up there on the list. Oh, yeah. <laughs> remember, remember, um, oh, John, it smells really bad in this house. What you the to, fuck? You need to clean out your fridge, bro. I think you got a rat problem. Honker, honker. Remember when they did, uh, when they did him, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah. And, and, As uh, the three stooges. Yeah. Ted, uh, three yeah. Ted, Ted Bundy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whose heart doesn't flutter when they look at Ted Bundy? Come on. <laughs> so charming. So masculine. Ted Bundy looks like the idiot penguin from Madagascar. I don't know why he's. I don't know why people thought he was hot. He has no. those big eyebrows. He looks like, yeah, like the dumb penguin from Madagascar. He's not, he's not that good looking. He just he actually just kind of looks like a normal guy. Yeah, just like a very like a blank slate kind yeah. of guy. A normal guy. But that's another one of my favorite photographs. Is when they captured that shot of him at his trial, freaking out. Yeah. Have you seen the one his he was he was outraged by something in the process, you know, like he hadn't because the thing is, with people like this, there's all these like vanity issues and crazy shit. They feel slighted. Yeah, he that. used the press to his advantage. Yeah, um, which is insane. But he failed to hide this outburst where he's he's freaking out and yelling. He's gesturing with his hands and his hand is up like this sort yeah. of above his head mid sort of like he's like just thrashing around and, his and his face. If you see the picture. He ceases to look like a person. He just he is he has the mask got, of rage. I gotta find this. Yeah, look it up. This was uh which Ted, one was Ted Bundy. Ted Bundy. Yeah, look up uh, Ted Bundy freaking out in court or whatever. You'll find it. He he all that charm gone. 
in that one moment and someone caught it. And that's just amazing. Cause Oh, th- this one. Yes. Oh my that, God. The, Jesus. The, Cause you've seen other pictures of Ted Bundy, right? I mean, he yeah. just looks like a charming guy and that's how he was able to get away with so much shit. That picture, the mask of rage, exceptional. That only happened for a moment. Yeah. And the public got to see what Ted Bundy really looks yeah, like. Yeah. Side by side. Those, yeah. those, those shots of like the quick, I think about um, when Muhammad Ali, Mm-hmm. Knocked out Sonny Liston in the first round. There's that famous side shot, and it, it was like if you watch the the video yeah. of that match, it's quick. He hits Sonny. Sonny goes down like this, yeah. and he goes like he takes his glove and he pounds it up against his chest. Uh-huh. And what he said is, uh, "Get up and fight, you fucking sucker," <laughs> um, which is really funny. <laughs> so, but like they, that yeah. guy, that guy catching him do the that. Fucking, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm a badass pose. That's that's wild. Uh, on the sports photography is oh, its own dude. Thing, some yeah. of those we could talk for hours about. Yeah. That. Uh, um. Oh, the uh, the photo. If this is an on times top 100, I'd I'd be very disappointed. The photo of the um, the student at Kent State. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, it is. It, uh, it, the it, the girl uh, collapsed uh, at the body yeah. of the the student that got shot. Yeah. One of yeah. one of the four. Yeah. Ten soldiers and Nixon's coming. Mm. Honestly, it's photos like that that have, I mean, I feel like such a fucking nerd, but There's like the photos like this change the world. Ali picture. Yeah. Uh, Get so up and cool. fight, you fucking sucker. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. I mean, photos like that change the world. They change the trajectory yeah. of the world. Now, mm. I don't think it will always be like that. I no. think we might be on the way out of that era because yeah. photographs. You cannot trust what you see anymore to an extent that is so alarming. I mean, yeah. like, you know, a researcher can tell that a deep fake is a deep fake mm. for now. How about that? How about that one from it, it couldn't have been more than 10 years ago, I don't think, of the of the little the little uh, African kid with the the vulture the vulture him. in the background. That guy killed himself. The guy who took that photo yeah. because he received because he was so. Like all the hate that he received for that photo, because mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Why don't you go help him?" And you know, like, who says he didn't? <laughs> who says he didn't? The obvious right. answer is, "Who said he? Who says he?" I didn't? would, I would tend to assume and, that after and, that and photo he, was taken, and he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Um, and, and also, here's the thing: Why don't you go help? Well, him? Right. Why don't you go help? He him? was there. I don't see you helping. He was there. African children, but he was so right. distraught because people. But, you they, know, yeah, they bullied him. They assumed, that's they such an important was, photo. That's a Pulitzer Prize winning photo. It's yeah. like you know, like. Yeah, and everybody recognizes it. It's yeah. you know, you know what makes me feel bad is there's a photo I now can no longer remember what it what conflict it came from because we've just been in years and years and years of ugliness. Mm. But it's it's the one of that little kid who was in an explosion in the back of the ambulance. In the back of the oh, ambulance, that was Syria. Syria. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it makes me so fucking sad that I couldn't remember where it came yeah, from. Yeah, because it could be one of a dozen places. I mean, and doesn't that say something about the nature of, like like I just said, photos have had the ability to change the world. Yeah. Mm. I d- didn't even remember where that one came from. Uh, Something's happening. Yeah. We're, we're just, we're, we're overloaded with, this Bullshit. is just too much. Yeah. It's too much. Yeah. Is it too much? <laughs> Are we doing too much war? All right, let's end this on a light note. Yeah, because we bear, we we only touch one sports photograph. <laughs> okay, one of my mm. favorite <clears throat> photographs in history. Oh, I might know. 
about is that. the uh, the miracle on ice, the famous Russian uh, defeat of the uh, famous Soviet hockey team. Not the hockey photo. I thought you were going to. Oh, Bobby. Bobby Orr. Orr. Yeah. 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 Diving, yeah. Uh, I have photos of me next to the Bobby Orr statue outside the garden. So. Yeah. Is awesome. it is it him in mid dive? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, awesome. it's, it's all in brass. It's him in mid dive. That's awesome. Bobby Orr. But, uh, it goes back to Sanderson. Orr. Bobby Orr. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, no, no, it's the photo of the miracle on ice mm-hmm. in which the uh, a bunch of fucking college kids beat the mighty Soviet hockey team yeah. um, in the uh, medal round of the uh, 1982 Olympics. Mm. 82? I'm 80, trying to remember 80, what, 82? I, what would be the iconic photo from that. I'm trying to remember because I've seen lots of footage, but I can't. So the famous the famous one is the, the, the Sports Illustrated cover. It's the old. It would, it would have been eighty two because the Summer Olympics would have been in eighty. Correct. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, so it is the only time in the history of uh, Sports Illustrated at the time. It was the only time in in the history of Sports Illustrated where no other uh, words were featured on the cover aside from the <laughs> title header. And the oh, photo. Oh, that's yeah. great. Um, that was the only time that that had happened up to that point. Where Because usually they'll put uh, an interview with such and such. Or, you know, they put shit on the yeah. cover yeah. to get you to read it. So they took the photo of the miracle on ice. And this is like, this is taken literally 15 seconds after the buzzer goes off. And yeah. Al Michaels yeah. says the famous, do you believe in miracles? Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it's um, funny. That, that, that picture and that cover in particular, the design of that cover, mm-hmm. proves that they're not exaggerating when we look back and say how important that was and how mythologized it became and yeah. the, mm-hmm. the stakes of that game. Right. That At that time, that was true. Right. At that time, it was so big, they, they said, nope, we're not going to put any yeah. other words on this. One of my favorite sports quotes in the long history of great coach quotes in sports is from that moment. And it was in between the second and third period when the U.S. team had just tied the game. And they were in competition with the Soviets and frustrating them. And they, they, the team was waiting in between the second and third period for their coach to come out and give him a talk. And he sat in his office, scrawling notes. Mm-hmm. And he got down to the last two minutes before they have to go out on the ice. They're all sitting there waiting patiently for him to come out and say something. And he comes out of his office and he said, if you guys lose this game tonight, you will take it to your fucking graves. <laughs> and then he turns around and he walks to the door and he opens the door to walk out to the box and he yeah. goes, your fucking graves, and then leaves. <laughs> <laughs> like, like dude, tell, tell me that doesn't get that's you That's cinematic. Up. Doesn't tell me that doesn't amp you up. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's high stakes shit. Um, wow. So love that picture. It's, it's, it's great. This isn't a sports photo, but it's, But it is a nice one. It's it's an awesome one. Um, yeah, I'll try to think of a positive photo. It oh, is. Um, How about that that fucking the was it Playboy that took the pictures of Ronda Rousey? Uh, it was like more like the body positivity, all the sports guys naked. Oh, and it was know. Ronda Ronda Rousey looking just fucking impeccable. Mm. I'm sure. Um, you, you go, Ronda. Mm. So uh, muscular and sexy and, and full na- of and naked, full of crazy like hormones and stuff like. So this this photo is of a Polish doctor, Doctor Doctor Zbigniew uh, Relega. I don't I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's how it looks. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who is a who is a, a pioneer of heart surgery, uh, in Poland in mm-hmm. the uh, and this photo was taken in 1987. And at the time, 
uh, heart transplant surgery was considered borderline impossible. Yeah. Like it could be done, but the, the success rate, like the odds of success are so low. Right. Uh, this is him and his assistant after a 23 hour heart transplant. <laughs> oh, I've surgery. seen this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, can you imagine doing any task with focus? There's the, yeah, there's the Ronda Rousey photo for comparison oh. with the Olympic tattoo. On oh, the oh, God. Um, Look that one oh. up, guys. <laughs> and this, uh, you go, Rhonda. Um, uh, the doctor, uh, uh, is no is no longer with us, but mm-hmm. uh, this patient still is. This wow. patient is still alive today. Yes. No shit. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's remarkable. Uh, How about weird stuff like when science gives us a mouse with an ear on its back? Oh yeah, <laughs> right, or Dolly the the first photo of Dolly when she came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Has science gone too far? No, no, <laughs> it hasn't. <laughs> That's not even that weird. <laughs> Although someday we're gonna get some even weirder shit. I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to... Uh, <laughs> Wasn't that an episode of South Park? They put a penis on the back of the... <laughs> Eek a penis Eek was a the penis, name yeah. of the episode. <laughs> that, that mouse has my penis. <laughs> Why are you so frustrated over one little... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a different episode. Yeah, it, it is. But the Eek a penis episode, yeah, that was the idea. Is they were going to... Because Garrison had already transitioned to being a woman mm. and then was trying to transition back. And they were growing a penis on a mouse for him. <laughs> Which is why you get the line Swapping around No stop him That mouse has my penis <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. You only like see it mostly in shadow Yeah for the, it's for the flopping episode. Yeah Just like jiggling around But you, then, you, at one point You do get a good look at it Because <laughs> <laughs> they could probably Only do it once To get it past yeah, the sensors Yeah it's one of those things yeah. It's like okay You could show a penis But just once And only for two seconds That's, that's the rule Alright fine we'll take it Anyway, anyway, is there any other famous penis pictures? <laughs> you know, I'm a little disappointed we never got a photo of Double Dick Dude. Oh yeah, yeah. have you seen Double Vagina Lady? We heard, we all heard about her. Oh okay, <laughs> yeah, like uh, one one gate, two paths. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> And I've uh, looked at it. Uh, <laughs> and I've, I've, I've studied this I've extensively. Extensively. She has two, two wombs. Yeah. You get pregnant in both of them. That's crazy. Yeah. Wait, sure, sure. Okay. So two two vaginas. She's also done porn, though. So. Well, with again, it's so, like with Double know, Dick Dude. It's like, come on, man. Hook up. Let's see your penis. <laughs> Grimsby, this is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Think about the money you would make. <laughs> Just do it. Yeah. A couple shoots. Yeah. I respect the... I'm sure we talked about it. Mia Khalifa was only active for a few years. Think about the money that that woman has made. Probably, huh? Yeah. yeah no, I was, I was gonna She's say, a fucking influencer now. Is she really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> and I, I know the double dick dude at least had some great stories. Yeah. Remember my favorite thing about that was the someone on Reddit said, thank, thank God. God did not waste two penises on some prude. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he actually had stories. Yeah. He just wasn't willing to show anybody. And yeah, I, yeah, I understand. <laughs> <clears throat> I mean, for all we know, there there might be some Mormon out there with two penises that never Probably. talks about two it. Two special ones. <laughs> two special ones. Two special ones. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that there's, I mean, based on the fact that there's one guy with two penises, there's got to be some more. People probably don't talk that much about that. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's like one of those that could be like a weird surprise. That might. I mean, <laughs> I mean, shit. That would that would like it might fucking kill you if you're bored with two dicks in like China or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, or right. worship you as a god if you're bored with two dicks <laughs> right. in India. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, that's, that sounds like something. That oh, like yeah, s- you would definitely get worshipped in India. Yeah. Yeah. That's how, that sounds legit. Yeah, it's like the uh, <laughs> when Carl Pilkington met the elephant baba. Yeah. It was just oh, the, yeah, that yeah, guy yeah. that he had like a face tumor, but he got he became known as the elephant baba. Yeah, and yeah. He was basically like highly regarded. It's not a tumor. <laughs> Yeah, man. There's so much about India that I wish I that I wish I knew. Yeah, yeah. And there's you you'll never know like everything about India, even if even if you live there. There there are people who, who you know religious scholars who with Hinduism as a focus and. Yeah. There, you know, you never stop learning that religion because there's so many towns with their own patron deities, so many mm-hmm. little villages. Uh, there's something it, super it, interesting about the way India, like, it, it, it's 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 like the old gods from Game of Thrones. Yeah, and like they're they're very comfortable with like not knowing certainties about things, unlike the Western world that always feels like it has to pin down an exact answer to everything. Right? right? They're very comfortable with ambiguities, mm-hmm. and so you end up with like all kinds of different thought on everything. I think in some ways it's a richer society than we have. Yeah. It will. Cause it lacks a certain orthodoxy. It's so it's, it's, it's it, as far as being a religion goes, it's so ingrained into the culture of the entire subcontinent as mm-hmm. to be inseparable mm-hmm. in like the same way Shinto is in, mm-hmm. in Japan. They're not, there aren't really like, you know, fundamentalist, Elements that you know the the religion doesn't necessarily guide uh, uh, politics. I mean, the caste system in India is still a thing that's like taking its sweet time to die out. Thanks, you know, entirely to the religion of Hinduism. Oh, give me um, give me two minutes to talk about this because okay. this is another thing that really blew my mind. I, I told you guys about the Indian I'm dude not your I work cuz with. Forehead. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I told you about the Indian guy I work with, right? Yeah, he's like from India living in England he uh, there exists I, I don't know if he's part I don't know I can't pin him down right but he's like he tells me stuff that feels like like there's an Indian alt right there's an Indian alt right that has its own ideas about all this kind of stuff so like imagine stop so, doing so, that so, there, so there are like <laughs> there are like there are like Hindus who who like who like well like to 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 give you a better idea of what i'm saying use the religion to justify homophobia or, or no it's 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 different than that it's like it's like the west has created this myth of the caste system and that's not how we really do it in india that's like their their alternate reality i guess huh. and the thing is we're very, very very much like uh, <laughs> donald trump uh, it's it's literally <laughs> he's a very good man he's very good uh, into the big religious orange. into the religion though yeah it, it's but the the brahmins on top the kshatriyas but it's just like any other religious ideas where there's a subset of people that will say oh no 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 that's not what that's meant to be we never do it this way the the uncharitable interpretations of this faith are misrepresenting what Indian life is really like, what Indian belief is really like. And because it's such, there is no orthodoxy to control that. Exactly. That could be right. That could be the truth. Yeah. I, that's, I would like to hear that viewpoint. I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, describing it as like the Indian alt-right kind of put kind of like, well, <laughs> uh, the, th- the thing is, I, I say it that way because that also comes with a bunch of other stuff. Like, yeah, that comes with some very 
very uh, frustrated ideas about the legacy of the colonizers, about of, of about people like Nehru, who oh, like okay. were put in charge of a free India by the British, essentially. You yeah, know, and uh, made a career out of trying to remake India as a Western nation, hmm. which it resisted. You know, and there, there's lots of people who say, oh, you know, Nehru just he, he hated Indianness and being Indian. He was he was in love with you know he was an Anglophile and I guess attempted you. to erase our culture. And so, I say alt right only in the sense that like I feel like I'm skeptical of a lot of the stuff that I hear. It feels like an alternate reality, and it may be motivated it, by some anger. Yeah, it's it sounds honestly more like a Black Panther kind of thing. Maybe yeah. Like, Maybe that's a better. Like, like Nehru wasn't Indian enough. Yeah. You know? Sorry. He hated he hated himself. And Sorry, could I never... ruined your Black Panther party. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Lieutenant <laughs> <laughs> Dan, a Democratic India. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. He got himself a new leader. Why are you trying to make him all eat crumpets, Lieutenant Dan? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they don't got no crumpets here, Lieutenant Dan. Have we covered? Yeah, sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to divert. No, no. Oh, it's okay. That, that's it's so it's fine. I mean, me. you, it's not like you had anything meaningful to add to the photography. <laughs> No, I really don't. Conversation. <laughs> I can think of three photos. Sitting over there with your forehead. <laughs> yeah, I'm, you forehead, you. You fucking forehead. Oh, so you're a photography enthusiast? Name every photo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, Jets. Yeah. Oh, sometimes uh, we should do this we, again, uh, but with uh, cinema shots. We should do this, uh, mm, like your favorite shots in cinema. We should do this again with that. That's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ooh. all right, uh, we'll take a break okay. and we'll be back with uh, who said it best. Yeah. 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 And smoking and drinking and smoking and, and the first watch. part of the show again. Yeah. We're going to just redo it. All the stuff we just talked about, we're going to scrap. OK. Uh, Our next topic is. Presidential uh, farters and which ones. Were the meatiest and smelliest. <laughs> which, Guys, today I want to talk about wheat. Which first Just wheat. ladies wheat. were the best squirters? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Radio Shack tweeted the word squirter. <laughs> There's so only like 12 Radio Shacks well, left in the country. Well, so. that, you know what it is? Yeah, it's a crypto scheme. Yeah, but well, no, but do you know who's behind it? Oh, I, I probably read it and I don't remember. Banksy. That guy, <laughs> that guy from those, me from, he became a meme a few years back, but he's that guy, oh, just here in my garage, here's my Lamborghini. Yeah, that dude. Wait, not Ty Lopez. No. That's the guy I was thinking of that has all I know who you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, no, not Ty Lopez. No, okay. Um, <laughs> no, he's this white guy with glasses, uh, and he's, <laughs> he's like, oh, just go through my garage, here's my Lamborghini. Yeah, right. Um, it's that guy. It's a guy whose entire life is a scam somehow. He bought the brand. Right. For radio, he's operating that Twitter. Yeah, like, right. The company itself is like. You gotta love. You gotta love that that's happening. It's. I don't. I, I, <laughs> I hate crypto. I hate NFTs and I do too. relating to them. But I but I love the idea that like a big national brand on Twitter is just like tweeting nonsense and no one can stop it. <laughs> <laughs> they're not a big national brand anymore. Well, though. no, but they're known. They're yeah. recognized. Yeah. yeah. It just it just be like if 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 the like a Twitter account for Blockbuster started popping up and saying like, saying like <laughs> what's the deal with black people anyway? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Blockbuster. You got weird when you were away. <laughs> Um, 
I've, oh, I don't know if you know, but the um, the official uh, the official uh, Spain branch of KFC <laughs> has its own Twitter, KFC underscore es. I okay. think um, it's it's the official KFC Twitter for the nation of Spain, and all this account does is post f- fucking incredible memes. <laughs> they're they're like. They're super surreal. They usually tangentially involve KFC in some way. Nice. Um, but it's uh, it's it's pretty high level. That, that feels in line. That feels in line with KFC's brand strategy right now. Yeah, but this for some reason the one from Spain does it better than <laughs> like any KFC anywhere else. I have to check those out. <laughs> For some reason, the the whoever's running the Spanish KFC Twitter is uh, is an absolute meme lord. Nice. He is? Oh my god, these are great. <laughs> I'll tell you what, let's take a break and let's look at these memes. Yes. yes. Uh, we'll come back with uh, recommendations, what we learned, blah, 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 blah. Hell yeah. All right. Start right while I'm in the middle of chipping. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You got chips you all sh- over you. Straight chipping. <laughs> what are you chipping? No. So far. Yeah. These are great. The sour cream and onion. Dude. Give me yeah. the crisps. Hers chips are awesome. They are really good. Mm-hmm. And they're also way cheaper. Yeah. They're like a half the price of like a like a Frito Lay bag. I remember they used to I sell made, uh, these at um, Watson Elementary, and I used to eat them every day. Mm. I'm a Newman's Own kind of guy myself. Watson Watson used to sell Wise brands too, mm-hmm. and that's why they had the Wise onion rings. Wise onion flavored rings, yeah, yeah. which changed my life. Oh no! What's up? I would never be happy again without them. The Virgin Funyuns versus the Chad <laughs> Wise onion flavored rings. They are superior. No. They're way better than Funyuns. Funyuns are fine. Funyuns are. Really good, but they hurt your mouth a lot. But the wise onion flavored rings, <laughs> yeah, they're it's, the it's best. It's the, the way that the the ring puffs. One <laughs> night, I spent a really long time trying to find wise onion rings in bulk on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> this is the kind of thing I do Dude, without any direction. Oh, I'm gonna eat them all. I did the same thing with like uh, large quantities of Tabasco. I know now that. and later's with the banana flavor. Now and later, did you um, guys know there's a new form of chocolate? What the fuck are you even talking about? You mean a new, new form. form of chocolate? Yes. Well, they um, put popcorn in it or something? No, no, no. <laughs> like a new kind of chocolate called ruby chocolate. I just found this out the other day from one of the guys that were present. Like, you mean, you mean like, like dark chocolate, milk chocolate? White chocolate, ruby. Ruby. Okay, I, I got to know And what I this ordered is. two candy bars. That it inherently sounds really sexy. Yeah. It does. I'm gonna bring one of them to work because I promised Tyler that I would uh, I would try them with him because he told me about it. And I'm like, he's like, are you ordering that right now? And I said, yeah. You can't just drop something <laughs> like that on me. Yeah. And then a whole like, new category of chocolate. So this is something that that a specific chocolatier company has been working on, patent wise, <laughs> for I shit you not like. 15 years. Dude, what are you even telling me right now? It, it's it, it, it's it's like they said you it's like tell me there's chocolate science happening that I didn't know about. <laughs> this is KFC span. <laughs> Eisenberger. Eisenberger. All right, uh, here. Um, God, the KFC. Oh, God, Twitter I forgot I had Ronda Rousey's awesome 
God. I'm trying to look in your glasses to see it again. <laughs> um, I'm trying to look at the reflection. Uh, so I ordered it because there's only one chocolatier that makes it right now. Okay, what's their name? Uh, Ruby Chocolate is a variety of chocolate introduced in 2017 by Barry Calibut, a Belgian-Swiss cocoa company, in development since 2004. Okay, what? This, this shit sounds... This sounds well, because he told this me that. I'm like, right. what are you talking about? This is just some dumb meme thing. And then I started researching it, and I'm like, this is not, this is not a fucking joke. They've been doing chocolate science for 15 years or whatever. So this is legit. <laughs> uh, in development since 2004, it was patented officially in 2015 by investors uh, and assigned to Barry Calibut under patent number whatever. Um, uh, it, it was unveiled uh, first at a private event in Shanghai on the 5th of September 2017. It's mar marketed as the fourth type of chocolate alongside dark milk, white, uh, and uh, uh, well, hold on. This is worded funny. Uh, okay. It has a pink color is, is the thing. This is what it looks like. I ordered two of these bars. Ooh, um, Ooh okay. All right. So um, what, but what is it? What is it? Is it actually chocolate? It can't be if it's that pink. No, it is. The chocolate is characterized by a taste that has been described as slightly sweet and sour, which is comparable to that of certain berries, as the chocolate's main characteristic is its acidity. In a comparison of the something-something between varieties of chocolate, ruby chocolate was rated between milk and white. Hmm. According to standards set by the FDA in the U.S., ruby chocolate must contain a minimum of, well, technical shit. Um, <laughs> that sounds amazing. The chocolate is made from, quote, ruby cocoa beans. These are uh, existing botanical cocoa bean varieties that have been identified as having the right attributes <laughs> to be produced into ruby chocolate. While the exact production method is a trade secret, publications note industry speculation that ruby chocolate is made from unfermented cocoa beans of Brazil lava. <laughs> Cocoa beans, <laughs> uh, Brazil lavados, which can have a naturally reddish pink color, so that explains it. So you can buy them on Amazon. I ordered two, you know, Wonka-sized bars of this thing. Okay, how much did that cost you? Uh, not as much as you think. I mean, it's it's expensive because there's only one chocolatier in the world. It's like an making. eight dollar bar, ten dollar bar. No, it, I got them two for thirteen bucks, twelve or thirteen bucks. Okay, so not like that bad. Six to seven dollars a bar, worth it. Yeah, yeah I agree. so I ordered some. I'm taking one of them to work so everyone can try it, and I'm bringing one here. So, no shit. So we can eat it now. I have to because. <laughs> Like he told me that, and I'm like, this is. Fu I started reading. I'm like, this is fucking insane. Can I make a request? Yeah. Can that be because Christy's been talking about wanting to come and join us one time? Can that be the yeah. time that she's on the show? Yeah, absolutely. Because I definitely want Christy to partake in food experiments. Yeah. With us. Um. So I will bring it. Uh, it should be in next week. Okay. Um, so I will bring it the next time we do the podcast. Ruby chocolate. Yeah. If it's good, I'm buying more. So <laughs> it just it's so weird. It's it's like. <laughs> what is this like? It's like if someone told you there was a new kind of uh, a, a, I can't think of anything else like it. Well, that's chocolate the, is chocolate. The reason we were having the reason that this came up is because we were having a conversation about what is the like the latest food advancement, like a new kind of food, and by that I mean something yeah. like the hamburger oh. or the hot dog or mm, the, I got one for you. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Food served you. on a roof tile. Have you ever, have you ever heard of butter, uh, Japanese butter candy, or what they call it, uh, something like that? So maybe it's not butter candy. I've heard of it. It's They look like cleverly little made candy sort of arrangements. They'll have layers and textures. Like, one side will be all, like, 
little prisms like it's bumpy or triangular mm. and some are like uh, rounded or whatever. And the idea is you're supposed to eat them in conjunction with a virtual reality like uh, video that you watch. What the fuck? <laughs> and they are yeah, but that's not like widely. No, no, no. But they're meant to melt at like at the rate that syncs up with the video, making it like a synesthetic experience. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's uh, you want to talk about brand new food things. I've never heard anything like that. Where where do a people like the Japanese have the free time to come up with this? Shit? I don't know. I think it's inspired by like nigiri sushi or whatever. Yeah. It's like got these just different like things wrapped and shaped in weird ways. Mm -hmm. But the the timing of the melt is part of the engineering. <laughs> Very weird. So that is, I guess this is going to be a three dude thing. I'm going to bring in the ruby chocolate. We're going to we'll eat ruby it. chocolate. And try it out. I will have tasted it by the time that it gets to this podcasting table. So okay. I can report back my initial findings. You know what? I'd almost prefer you just kind of uh, pocket that one until okay. we all have a chance to taste it. And then yeah. we can discuss. Mm -hmm. Don't literally, though. It'll melt. Yeah, right. Yeah. Hey. Melts in here. Hey, <laughs> guys. We have some recommendations for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. Mm. I got I got one, actually. Uh, That's why Ben's going to tell us. Ben, <laughs> go ahead. You. Oh, sure. Go ahead, Ben. I was going to start with you, but, you know. No, you weren't. Your big um, forehead's getting <laughs> in the way. All right, forehead. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> forehead. <laughs> It's, I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah. All right, forehead. All right. What have you? What do you got? Forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. It's so simple. What did, do you remember what you actually said? I still. I don't know. I never found out. Uh, when I listen back, I will. I'm tell sure you. we'll find out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, my my recommendation, um, I guess, is not so much for you guys, although maybe it is because I, I think we should be uh, playing it more. Mm -hmm. um, but my recommendation for uh, for anyone listening who hasn't played it yet is to play Civilization VI. Yeah, yeah um, you've been playing a lot of that. I have been. Um, currently, I'm playing as... Uh, oh, who the fuck am I playing? <laughs> I remember. Um, oh, um, uh, Mansa Musa, uh, Kingdom of Mali. Oh, okay. Um, the yeah. Kingdom of Mali? That sounds awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the whole Kingdom of Mali? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and Percocets. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, like, now that I'm kind of understanding the game way more, I, I think I'm getting ready to up the difficulty more because um, I've just been going through winning with every uh, sieve that I can. There's yeah. actually a custom uh, you you can set leader pool one and leader pool two to whatever you want. Right. Um, and I have my uh, first leader pool set to any, uh, it includes the option, uh, don't include civilizations that you've won with already. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's a really good thought on their part. Yeah, so I'm going through um, you know, I've, I've won with probably like seven different sieves already, and I'm mm -hmm. really doing a, a I'm, re I'm really retaining a lot about how the game really, really works. Yeah. Um, like, so like one of the, I'm trying for a diplomatic victory with Mansa Musa because like 
his whole thing is like trading and uh, you know faith is kind of a secondary. So I'm you know spreading you spreading a religion called Death to America, um, <laughs> and it has a badass scorpion for its logo. I, I liked I liked Red Lobster. Wasn't that one of yours? Was that one of mine? Or was that one of mine? I, I don't know. I can't remember. That might have been one of yours. I, you did um, one of them that was teaism. Teaism? Oh, yeah, right. It's Christianity, <laughs> but it's just we worship the tea. Tea is for turtle. <laughs> oh, tea. I'm <laughs> We always have fun with our religions and our, our uh, civilizations. Our, our or, names, uh, the city yeah. names. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the, the the my last game, my religion was called Free Porn. Uh, the one before that, it was Penis Enlargement Pills. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember seeing, like, one city surrounded by, like, eight points of of the religion of penis <laughs> enlargement pills encroaching on them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, the way I'm, like, I'm really you know, starting to understand, like, just how effectively everything uh, connects. Because, like, you know, yeah, I want a diplomatic victory. Okay, how do I do that? Well, I gotta, you know, the easiest way early on is to become suzerain of as many city-states as you can. Okay, well, yeah. how do you get influence points? Those are usually unlocked by policies and governments. Okay, how do you get those? You gotta farm culture. Yeah. And that wasn't something I had planned on originally, but now I'm shifting towards so I can accelerate that civics tree and, right, and right, right. get policies that'll get me influence points that it's, will in turn give me diplomatic victory it's points. It's culture stuff, and it's also like specific missions for city-states, right? Like those can end up giving you like a whole envoy just for completing a mission. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are. it's important to keep an eye out for those, yeah. especially with ones that have bonuses that you can take. Like Matsumusa's yeah. whole thing is like trade routes. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going for the city-states that give you gold bonuses. Right. Um, stuff like that. He gets bonuses for like building on desert tiles. Mm -hmm. uh, if your trade route goes, for however many desert tiles your trade route goes through, you get that much extra gold. Oh, that's from the sick. Trade. Yeah, so I'm getting like, I'm, I'm, I think I'm over like 200 gold per turn right now is my Holy income. Holy fuck. So I can just buy, I could buy and sell whatever <laughs> I want, which is pretty, historically is, is pretty accurate for Mansa Musa. Yeah. Um, I already told you about the time that he, uh, he went on his Hajj when he converted to Islam. Yeah. And, and like broke economies. He, he just ruined every economy across <laughs> Northern Africa because he was giving away so much gold. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's, you gotta love the idea of being so rich you can just break Break the economy yeah. of everyone around you. Yeah, he's he's one of the richest known figures in history. Wow. Um, I actually like, didn't realize all, that. All things considered. Uh, now it's the Saudis. Now it's the Saudis. Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> Those people. Um, oh, funny story. When my grandma was having her, her heart, open heart surgery, she was at Cleveland Clinic. That does sound like a fun story. And the, <laughs> one of the Saudi princes was there oh, also shit. having heart surgery and they rented an entire floor of the, they donated so much money that they, they were able to rent an entire floor of the Cleveland Clinic so that the entire extended family could stay there. Oh my God, like a hotel? Yeah. They, they, but the, and the only reason that they were able to do this is because they, they, they donated so much money to the clinic and they were like tipping nurses hundred dollar bills, and like oh, and we got wow, to see it. Like we got to see them like walking through the hospital. They were, I mean, they were like legitimately just fucking handing out money to people. Like they were, it was yeah, it nuts. Is, it is, it is nuts. Giving, giving money is one of the five pillars of Islam. Yes, right. Um, and God, 
like I mean, yeah, the way the way the Saudis spend money is insane. <laughs> yeah, sure, it really if you is. have that much, it's incumbent on you to spend a certain percentage of it. And the more you have, the more you have to give, right? right. Like it just makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's like. You know, it, that's it, what they, but the, like it was. I mean, it, they're walking down the hallway handing nurses hundred dollars. Which I'm sure they're not supposed to take. But like, what do you do? Like, you're, <laughs> you're like, say no to Saudi royalty. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Of course not. No, I wouldn't. I mean, fuck it. No, I don't know. No. I, a part of me would feel a little I don't demeaned. Turn, turn by down this. tips at work. <laughs> I was like, you know what I mean? Like, would you feel a little demeaned? No. I feel a little bit demeaned. No, I would not. Anyone having that much money and giving it that easily, I think I would feel a little bad. Why? Uh, because. There's something wrong with me. Yeah, <laughs> there is. What are you talking about? I don't, I don't know. I, I don't identify with that emotion at all. I, I <laughs> have a, like I have a weird uh, uh, pride factor there. Yeah, that just no. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't identify with that at all. No, uh, I, no, dude. I would go around and say like, dude, this Saudi prince just gave me a fucking Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I got a better story. A Nigerian prince is about to give me his whole fortune. <laughs> wow. I'll have to call you up the next time we get one of those faxes through the fax machine. We get we get fucking spam faxes all the time. Like <laughs> really? Yeah. I'll send it. I'll, I'll I'll start saving them and I'll bring them in and we can read them together. They're really funny. I didn't even think about spam faxes. Oh yeah, yeah. Are they still happening? They are still happening. We get one at least once a month. (laughs) So I'll bring them in. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, But yeah, so um, uh, play Civ 6. If you're already play Civ 6, play more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I like Civ 6. How about you, D minus? You got something for us? (laughs) You can even get it on mobile. So there's no really. uh, Yeah, right. Yeah. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I played uh, and finally finished. uh, And I've been playing this game since I was in middle school. It's Riven. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Finally finished Riven. I needed a hint, a single hint. But I was able to get to the part of the game where then I could continue and finish the game. Nice. Um, And in fact, it wasn't even so much a hint as like I understood the main puzzle of that game, which is everything to do with like a like marbles in a grid and placing them in the right place. Mm. And I understood what the marbles were and which why which ones go where and where they were supposed to go. But I just slightly misplaced one of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but I finally beat Riven. Uh, so my recommendation, and I don't even, I think the sale might be over by now on, on good old games. Well, they, Steam sales. Steam sales still going on. Yeah, but they had like a like a blowout sale on every missed game that was like 15 uh-huh. bucks for the entire collection of them. Um, so now at this point, wow. I finished the first uh, missed game. I've now finished Riven, and I'm in the middle of playing Mist 3 Exile. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of want to recommend it, but I haven't finished it yet. And also, I played it a little stoned, and it got very confusing. <laughs> because wow. I think it's the nature of Mist 3. The um, There's like three different ages in it, right? Yeah. Um, and one of them is like a nature age, where you have to like go through plant paths and walk down like, you know, you're... In dirt roads and on vines and stuff. Yeah. And the, the the paths themselves are complicated and they the the distances you travel are very far because it's expansive. So mm-hmm. it's very easy to like click and then be like, okay, how did I get here from there? 
Like, <laughs> usually one of the things about the Myst games that makes them, like, easy, a little easier to follow, at least, is that, like, when you click and move one, you know, step in a certain direction. You can go right back. Yeah, and most of what you had seen in front of you is still there, just closer. But, like, you can click on a path and be what, what feels like a totally different place. <laughs> and I just think they were maybe a little bit ambitious with, like, the scale and complexity of mm -hmm. that particular age, because the previous ones weren't that complicated. But that one just, like... Fucked me up. Yeah. Um, but I recommend the Mist games. And if it's still on They're sale on Good Old Games, yeah, they're awesome. Right? How about Crystal Key? Remember Crystal Key, the Mist knockoff? No. Yeah. That was a Mac exclusive. It was oh, really? Mac Mist. <laughs> called the Crystal Key. Which is strange yeah. because uh, at least the first Mist you could play on Mac. I don't mm -hmm. know about the sequels. Yeah, I don't know either, actually. Um, yeah, Crystal Key was the Mac exclusive response mm. to uh, that franchise. There. Um, Fuck, what was I just... Oh, um, that studio, Cyan. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about their, their newest game. Abduction, yeah. Abduction, which I, you can play in VR. I've been wanting to try that. Yeah, it's kind of neat. And actually, it's cool because if you play uh, Mist 3, you sort of see the evolution of like some of the things they introduced to, to start to expand on what they could do and make uh -huh. it the gameplay more in-depth. And, and so like instead of clicking specifically just through like uh, frozen screens, right? Yeah. You have you move your mouse around, and you have a full panorama at every point. You can see in every direction. Hmm. And so then, video animated characters can be in the middle of that panorama, and you're looking around, and it's almost like having the ability to truly look in all directions, except it's obviously a stitched together panorama photo. Right. So they're a little bit closer, a little bit closer to like actually having like a a, a character point of view in a rendered world. Mm. You know. Uh, but it's super fun. Um, there was something else I was going to say about it. Um, it's just neat. I like it. Yeah. I like the Mist games. I like the the worlds. I like the weird feel of them. I like... They're eerie. They, they are they eerie. They can yeah. be very eerie. And they um, utilize sound a lot, which is really cool. Like, the sound design is very important. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And without a doubt, the best thing about playing them on PC today is, like, for example, Riven used to come on five CD-ROMs. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And you had to, every time you went, went on the portal things to go to a different island, you had to swap CDs. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. Which is infuriating Ugh. in a puzzle game because you often have to go back and forth from places all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. Now it's, you know, <laughs> seamless. All seamless. Yeah. yeah, super nice. So um, if that's still on sale, get the uh, the 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 mist collection. Give them a shot. 15 bucks. Sweet. Yeah. Not a bad spend for like seven or eight titles. Dope. Uh, two, very quickly. First, I'm going to say I need more people to play Call of Duty Mobile with because I'm back <laughs> on that hype train. Yeah. Um, so if you get the chance, download it, check it out. If you don't like it, well, fuck you. Um, second recommendation, the main recommendation, I want to recommend an album that was recommended to me by YouTube Music, mm. which is a mixtape from 2012 called 1999 mm -hmm. by a guy named Joey Badass, who I am ashamed to admit I have never heard of before. You know what? I know I'd read that name before, but I've, I'm certain I never listened to him before. It, it, dude, this is fucking, uh, and like, I've heard some of the other stuff from his other albums, it's fucking really good, dude. This guy's great. Yeah. Um, uh, so I, I'm going to go in order. I, I take the Jay-Z philosophy of album listening, which is uh, he said in an interview one time that you cannot fully digest. He hates reviewers, yeah. uh, music reviewers, because they just listen and throw it out into the world as soon as possible. He's like, you cannot fully 
He said you cannot fully digest the scope of an album until you listen to it at least like six times. Yeah. And I agree with that. Um, yeah, I think so, too. I think that's absolutely correct. I think, you you know, you know if you're immediately into it or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you, you start to focus, you know, if you are into it, you start to focus in on different things. Well, certain like musical motifs will become more apparent right. the more you listen. Mm-hmm. You just like develop a better appreciation of like the what's happening themes. as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So this this like the album's called 1999, but really the sound is more akin to like 1990 East Coast hip hop. That's yeah. what it sounds like, which is probably why I like it so much because I'm into that thing. Yeah. This is a mixtape. So this this he was a kid at the time. He's obviously much older now. Um, he was 17 years old when this album when the mixtape hit the streets in New York. No um, shit. And by Did word it come out in 1999, no, it came know. out in 2012. Okay. Um, so by word of mouth, this dude was able to, uh, you know, sell his mixtape and get a career. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what, four or five albums deep now. Um, <sighs> so like, listen to this record. Cause it's fucking, it's the dude's got bars. Yeah. Um, like aside from the fact, the first thing I always tend to listen to is the production value in hip hop. Yeah. Cause I, I'm a big I'm a big thing about the hook and a lot of times like the beat is where your hook is at. Mm-hmm. Um, I think about like uh, what ice cubes. It was a good day mm-hmm. like that. That, that boom, ding, ding, boom, ding, that's your hook. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the bar. You know what I mean? So that's what I key in on first. But this dude can rhyme. He's really good. Um, top to bottom. The album's great. Uh, you should check it out. It's a big yellow album cover. Yeah. With uh, like blue 1999 in the middle or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. 1999. Yeah, yeah. Joey yeah. Badass. Uh, fucking, it's dope. Uh, it's really good stuff. And uh, I don't know. You know, I've recommended a lot of hip hop on this podcast before. Yeah. I would hope you guys trust my taste. Yeah, every time I listen to one of your recommendations, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Like um, every time. I am definitely going to be listening to stuff yeah when I, get home. I think i listened to the first song that you shared from that album oh yeah dude it's so but i didn't listen to the second one you shared a second one as well i didn't yeah. listen to that yeah I, I like that second one better it's called from the tomb yeah mm. uh dope it, the whole record's really cool um uh, I, I have not listened to it more than twice yet, mm. so I will uh, I will score it eventually later. I always thought it'd be cool to like run a music blog where you follow that philosophy, where you really dive into a record. Yeah, and then like a month after it drops, then you review it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like establish a methodology, be really clear right. about like here's why I do it the way I do it. Here's why I think that I have a better sense of something after I've done it this way. Right. And then write really earnest reviews. Yeah. Mm. I think that would be cool to do. Um, I think that'd be cool too. But yeah, 1999 Joey Badass, uh, stylized with two dollar signs as yeah. at the at tail end of the ass. Yeah. Uh, two dollars at the end, end of the, of the ass. tail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking dope, dude. Uh, it's, it's really good. Nice. Gentlemen. We learned things. What have we learned? Not that many. I learned that Dave's new nickname is Forehead. Forehead. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that all the time. What's up, Forehead? I, I fucking love it. That's great. It's, you know, what do you got, Forehead? <laughs> I think it was, what do you got for us, dude? Yeah, probably. Or something like that. And it just turned to, what do you got, Forehead? What do you got, Forehead? <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just... I just like it. Yeah. Every time it comes up, to th- it keeps keeps making me laugh. I like it. Um, 
What I wrote down AP photographer. Yeah, I wrote an AP <laughs> journalist. <laughs> Forgot about the gorilla that almost <laughs> saved us from 9-11, but didn't. <laughs> How can this day get any worse? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I learned that KFC Spain is top tier. Yeah, on yeah, they are. Um, I had no idea. I, uh, I just wrote here, world's wackiest war crimes, <laughs> featuring hits such as a freshly hevered said. <laughs> That's right. Hevered said. I learned that ruby chocolate exists. Yeah. That's a really big. That's a big thing, That's right? That's a big thing. New, like a new, no, brand new food. Nobody is making a deal, a big deal out of this, except apparently me and Tyler from work. Even and the Japanese butter candy I mentioned is not truly new food. And, yeah. Oh, and the other person, the one other person freaking out is the one stripper in the country named Ruby Chocolate. Ruby Chocolate. He's <laughs> <him> a lawyer. <laughs> I, I got a twofer here. I wrote, Hitler was a dork, and then immediately under that, I wrote, people still salivate over Hitler? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they do. I, 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 mean, I know how, you're skeptical of this. But I, I mean, how can you not? A little Montreal steak seasoning he smells great on the grill. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, I'm just going to sure type in, was, hello Hitler. FBI, was Hitler sexy? <laughs> you're going to find people find Hitler sexy. It's actually like compulsive. It's like a thing people take to their therapists. It's like, I don't know why it is, but Hitler is sexy to me. <laughs> it's a fucking, and I know it's just, it's like, Got to do with less to do with what he looks like and more to do with. He looks like the kind of guy who saves his toenails. <laughs> yeah. I got to take a deep dive on this dude. Yeah. All right. Uh, I learned that uh, I intend to convert to the religion of uh, penis enlargement pills. <laughs> <laughs> it's sweeping the nation. <laughs> Last thing I have here is there's got to be more dudes with two penises. There have to be. Just on just on the numbers, General right? Principle. It's like the same. Well, I've I've heard of this one actor. <laughs> you mean uh, you don't mean Alan Tudyk, do you? I why well, I do. Funny oh. thing about Alan Tudyk, two of them. Two of them. <laughs> 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 the fact that there's a real dude with two dicks means there's more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's just biology being the way it is. I refuse to believe there are not. There is only one two dicked man on planet Ricardo <laughs> Doscock. <laughs> Yeah, there's some guy, very remote, yeah. in like South America. It barely, you barely, you know, anyone around him, and he's got these two dicks, and he can't tell anyone about it. Yeah, <laughs> he's like totally alone <laughs> on a mountaintop with his two dicks, <laughs> like the Grinch. <laughs> and the townspeople say, "Don't go up there." It's like the two-dicked monster lives up there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> all right, gentlemen, I think that's a wrap. I think so, too. We will be back next time. Next time. <laughs> Hopefully within two weeks. Hopefully again. within two weeks uh, with Ben, uh, who will be talking about <laughs> homosexuality. Right. <laughs> and the In great detail. The rising mm -hmm. influx mm -hmm. of uh, LGBTQ plus individuals in the uh, uh, most recent generations. Okay. The recent influx of <laughs> the gay wave beer into my stomach. <laughs> well, if it's honestly, if it's not, it might not be your topic if we have either Christy or Dan on right. in between and we got to get both of them in. Yeah, yeah, let's let's just maybe stay with Christy. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. Aw, it's not fun when he's not here. 
It's not fun. It's pretty fun. Oh, God. What did I say about you the other day? It was so dark. <laughs> I said something about you, and, and, and I can't remember what it was. And people were like, oh, it's, it's not funny when he's not here. Oh, I Jesus. Fucking, what was it? I'll think of it and tell you. Oh, great. <laughs> Probably off microphone. Uh, if Dan comes back, I, I demand that we do a heist part two. <laughs> I think I do remember what I it was. I demand that we do a heist part two. Yeah. I think that's the idea. I th- um, the, the thing I said about you was something to do with just like very casually being like, you know, oh, no, it's about why we do the podcast. Yeah. And I said, you know, it's just because, you know, when Chris Brady's invariably dead in 10 years, I could look back on our <laughs> friendship. <laughs> and it was just very matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I think I said, when, you know, when one of us dies, definitely Chris will be the first one. Something like, something like that. That's good. And then I think that I think it was Dan. It was just like, uh, <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, see, I knew you would. Uh, yeah, but we will be back. Uh, thank you for listening. We don't really mm. love you all. No, but we, you know, we we appreciate the presence. fact that you get to listen. If you're still listening in Canada and New Zealand, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, and I know uh, we had a couple regular listeners out there. Uh, but basically, what we're saying is, get fucked, foreheads. Yeah, fuck <laughs> off, forehead. <laughs> all right, all right. See well, you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Later.